Greetings, sports fans. Welcome back to Hatsune Miku's Crack House, episode 56, right? 57. 57. 57. I'm your host, as always, Sam Kingma, and joining me is my best friend and co-host, Miles J. From the same location. Yeah, you should be saying, and joining me is my best friend and co-host, Samuel Kingma. Yeah. Because you're in my apartment. Yes. In sunny California. Yeah. The state that I live in. Spoilers. I live in the biggest state ever that isn't Texas. So try and fucking find me, assholes. Takes seven hours to cross the state. Actually, I think it takes like I, I think it takes like a full day. It takes like twenty two hours. Yeah, I I wouldn't want to fucking do it. <laughs> and, and well, in traffic around here, absolutely. Well, in traffic, it, it takes four years. <laughs> it takes a fucking century. It's a nightmare, nightmare down here. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, Sam, you're here in yeah. real life. Yeah, it's good. Next to me. That's why he sounds like garbage this week. <laughs> that's why I sound like slightly further away from the mic than I typically do. Yeah, he's sitting. He's 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 afraid to sit close because he's not gay. Happy Pride <laughs> Month, by the way. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Uh, well, Sam, a lot has happened this week. So this is a special occasion. I have a human being next to me as opposed to a a body pillow yes which normally co-hosts we don't have our we don't my 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 uh my computer doesn't sound like a chipotle fan because i i don't have to also have this audio program running and also see sam's stupid google fucking meet. stupid fucking face on google meet i don't have to see any of that shit so my computer is fucking silent and and it's it's great dude your computer can't handle google meet no, I can't handle Google Meet while recording something, <laughs> while recording audio. Wow, dude. Yeah, well, it's a fucking Mac laptop. My PC is obviously better, but I don't have a webcam for it. Yeah, so. we, we, need to, we need to rectify that pretty we, soon. We do, we do. They're only like $50, the C920s, and that's a good webcam. It's like a great webcam. Okay, here's, here's the problem, though, Sam. I own a crappy laptop that can do the job adequately enough for free because I already have it. Adequately, you're missing the I and E key. <laughs> I have a magic keyboard that I put over the laptop and it's fine. Everything's fine. It's all fine. But anyways, speaking of things that are fine, uh, I hope you're all fine with the longest episode, episode ever. ever. Um, we, uh, this is going to be as long as it fucking has to be because we've done a lot this week. Uh, again, it's a special occasion. A human being is next to me yeah. um, during these COVID-21 times. Uh, and so... Here we are, together at last. Yes. Uh, t well, we we have known each other for 11, 10 years. Yeah, like I I mean, we became really, really close my junior year, end of tail end of my junior year high school. Remember when you contacted me on Facebook? Like, on Facebook, you're like, Sam, you were in a film class once. Read my shit. To which I said, okay, and you just explained to me the idea, and I said, sounds good, and you're like, great, thanks for the help, and then we just started talking from there. It was some, I remember the product had something to do with, like, really shit news at, like, 2 a.m. Yeah. That was the pitch for the project. Was it, was like a, a, it was a comedic, like, it, yeah, it was a comedic newsroom, like, starring, it was, it was about, like, desperate losers who, like, hate their jobs because they, they like, they want to do the big news. They yeah. want to do the real news. But, like, they're doing the fucking 2 a.m., like, like garbage news. It, it didn't make any sense, like, really. I don't think there's such a thing as a 2 a.m. news station. Um, but... 
Yeah. It was well, humorous. Yeah, it's memeing off of the 24-hour news cycle. Well, who's filling in at 2 a.m.? Yeah, and, and, and the, the whole idea was it was just about, like, attractive female and, and attractive male. Um, attractive actress that I wanted to work with at school. Because, uh, dude, I was doing the Brian Singer thing before. <laughs> I, I was I was hiring people just 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 out of just just because my cock was was excited for him before it was cool. Uh, I don't do that anymore. Uh, sort of. I only I, I, I mean, I hire women, but that's because they're competent as opposed to, you know, if something happens, obviously, like we'll see. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, it was, but it was like whoever I wanted to work with at school that week, I would like write a film like and be like hey be in this so like i had a lot of female protagonists which just fucking stuck with me as a writer because i was literally writing female protagonists so that i had an excuse to hang out with girls in in school and it fucking worked half the time but like either way um it sucked it it sucked because i like i also got these like kind of crappy performances from a lot of them and i was a fucking prima donna in high school i guess i still am but either way um that's how we became friends i was just like hey read my my stupid script yeah read no it was just like go over my idea and let yeah. me know if you like it and then i didn't end up doing it uh oh you didn't no i ended up not doing it i ended up doing something else for some reason oh. i don't remember what i did but um like either way it was like just kind of a you know it was like a, it was just an idea yeah but, um but then before but yeah but then before but we've had like we had multiple conversations well before then that were also like five six hour skype calls you can remember yeah of course yeah i mean this was like we would do a, a like a co-op let's play and then yeah. we just chat afterwards i remember once we recorded like an hour and a half of you playing pokemon leaf green we never uploaded it anyway. no because we was... had like six or seven parts well obviously yeah like like we we did the whole thing i mean that was my whole thing is like i was i was a prima donna back then so i would just like not upload certain things <laughs> like if, if if i decided i didn't like them enough yeah well, that would have also been a pain in the ass to go back to over and over again. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Because Pokemon's like 50. Pokemon, if you don't know what you're doing, it's like 25, 30 hours. Which I didn't know what I was doing. That was why you were there. Yeah. That was the whole point, because you knew Pokemon better than me. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I mean, you know, now you're here 20 years later. And we're just doing that in person. Yeah. Watching each other play games. That's that's mostly... Well, we, we've had activities. That's yes, the big we've thing. Partic we've participated in plenty of beautiful Los Angeles activities, uh, which we will get to later. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, first we have to do our usual bullshit. Bullshit where we talk about games that nobody gives a shit about for 50 fucking minutes. That's the thing. Like, any episode where we talk about games, I hear nothing about it. Like, I get no response. But if I if I fucking talk about the Charmin Bears, Bears like, I, Applebee's. Yeah, Applebee's. We, we get, like, tons of, like, people coming in, like, yo, great episode this week. So, like, we should just never talk about games, but we have no self-control. Yeah, we don't. We don't. Which, which we have a story about, frankly. Where, where we just went to a public space and acted like jackasses. Yes. Uh, and annoyed everyone, probably. But we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Well, well, what did we what did we start with? Because we had a whole thing about we wanted to do some co op games. So what did we what did we start? Yes, with? we started with Contra Three, dude. Great choice. Great choice. Fucking fantastic choice. Yeah. So we fucking smoked normal mode, pretty pretty easy. And then we're then you're like, dude, that's too hard. I'm like. Man, Contra on hard's like way harder than you think it is. No, I, I knew it was absurd. I was like, let's just try it. Like, because I, I've never cleared hard mode myself, but I've made attempts. They double the speed of bullets. They double the speed of everything. It's so ridiculous. And on two player, you can't, if you're, if so, if you're in the center and like you or I die, right? 
and we spawn at the left-hand side of the screen and we keep scrolling. Enemies will come in from the left side of the screen and just continue to kill you. And you must work your way, like you have to wait for your partner to come back and then together work towards the center of the screen. Well, I learned that Sam is the fucking king of off-screening people. Oh, dude. Well, you I'm just, I don't, I never play co-op games, so I'm never accounting for, for people just like not that are just not me so like i'm platforming and of course i'm gonna keep jumping i'm not gonna think i'm, about I'm it. really good at, at that i guess it's just a situational awareness thing i don't know but yeah i mean contra 3 is an incredible game uh I, do, I mean we've talked about it ourselves i don't yeah, know if we were talking about it on the show it's a great game that's fucking good what a controversial dude, take, dude. you know what game i kind of want to play with you because this would be a great experience for me i want to sit down and i want you to help me get all the items in super metroid sure i can do that because it's like because you can beat in like you can beat in like two hours right two or three yeah which means if i have your knowledge at my skill level i could probably do it in four no you can't but we could what? we could try i i'm i'm gonna wager i'm gonna wager five or six five or six you think yeah because there's a couple tricks that like i'm gonna have to like i can't explain Remember. to you oh okay so i'm gonna have to tell you how to do it normally which might be tough like there's a lot of things that are really slow that i'm gonna have to be like yeah you have to do yeah. this legitimately that's one of those things where i'm like i can't believe anyone fucking memorized all this shit <laughs> it's i don't know it's it's just like uh, I, I mean it's 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 compartmentalized once you get to the room you go okay i remember this yeah i remember how to do this that's why it's like room by room that's why these fucking like that well that that's what you were talking about with fucking like night city from fucking uh cyberpunk yeah where it's like because it's one big map you don't remember anything oh okay yeah that may you know i think that makes yeah that makes a lot of sense actually well, if, well if it's, it's it's what works with like i mean like banjo kazooie and death stranding which we both talked about a lot um so like the the thing about both of those games is that like they have like all of these these moments where it's just like space and then you have these 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 obvious landmarks and that's kind of how you you know where you're fucking going yeah. like death stranding is like that too where you just have these large like interesting traversal segments but it's like mostly pebbles or like oh. mostly rocks yeah and then you'll be like ah that's the elders mountain oh that's the weather station yeah i guess what i what with with super metroid and and a lot of the metroid games in general uh have this um that I always that's always seemed daunting to me in comparison to something like Banjo Kazooie is yeah well, Banjo Kazooie lots of collectibles and lots of collectibles on a level by level basis but they're tallied for you it's like yeah the game's got a hundred jiggies but they're split across ten um, there's ten a world ten a world um with collectibles that you can check specifically like if you were just kind of gunning through the game on a first playthrough you didn't really know anything you just did a world until you wanted to stop and then went somewhere else you can go back check your tally screen and check everything where there's like what 60 missiles and it's just they're there there's like 60 something missiles i think it's 50 missiles no there's no way because it's five the the max number you get is five per unit and then, and then it's 230 by the end of the game so oh, you do the math 230 okay yeah that's uh 50 it's about 60 yeah yeah okay that is about 60 so there's 60 missiles uh 10 super missiles and 10 power bombs and then 14 energy tanks and then four reserve tanks yeah like that shit's like kind of hard to keep track of when it's like yeah take the big world and then just find these these things well yeah that's the problem is like there will be a time uh, my the last playthrough i did i missed one missile i just mm. like I, there was just a fucking blind spot in my memory and i just had to 
go and find it. And I, like, remembered where it was. It ended up being in, like, a really easy-to-overlook place that was, like, not that hard for me to get back to. Yeah. Um, But I ended up having to be like, shit, like, that was, like, an extra, like, whatever to my time. And I, my goal was, like, all right, get it at an in-game time of two, of two hours. Like, oh, that was my goal. Gotcha. Like, under two hours. So I was like, shit, am I going to make this? And I did. I got, like, 154. But, oh, like, okay. it still could have been lower. Um, But either way, like, you know, I, I 100% in the game, and, and I, I, I always do that. Like, there's a lot of people who are just focused on the speed run. And for me, it's like, no, I got 100% it and do it fast. Like, that's the that's the fun of it for me. Um, But I might just try to, like, one day just blitz through it, like, getting what is convenient uh, like I would do in Resident Evil Village. That you, I gotta give Super Super Metroid like some like some serious credit. That game is like genuinely challenging if you don't know where any of the power ups are and you just have to kind of take what you can find. Yeah. Um. Because like Ridley's like kind of challenging if you only go in with like five or six e t- e tanks and uh like ninety missiles. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's a good, that's a good fucking game. Um. Yeah, we played Resident Evil 8 Village. Uh, you played Resident Evil 8 Village. Uh, no, no I did too. Yeah, played. I did too. Um, I forgot about that. I mean, I didn't, but I did. We both ran through up to the end of Lady Dimitrescu's castle. Lady Dimitrescu. Dimitrescu, sorry. Castle. Um, fighting her and all that shit. And I did it on normal and took like three hours um you did it on village of shadows which took three hours in real time but an hour and a half i think no an a- one hour, hour and two minutes. two minutes yeah that's right one hour and two minutes in game time uh it uh, yeah th- there was a couple i mean i i did a lot of like segments really cleanly but then there were other parts where like <sighs> i can't believe cassandra caused, caused all, all this mess, mess. Like, like that fight is not okay on Village of Shadows. It is inappropriate. The fight that you probably forgot about when you finished the game on normal is such a pain in the ass. It's dude. it's easily the hardest fight in the game besides uh, an area that comes up later. There's there's one that's even worse. Yeah. Um, but I mean the rest of the game isn't isn't that hard on Village of Shadows if you know what the fuck you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like I I didn't like I I didn't find it impossible. I I think people are bitches and they're like complaining about it. I mean this is my whole thing. Is that, like, I'm so sick of gamers, dude. I'm actually fucking sick of fucking gamers. Like, I'm actually so fucking done with them. I didn't finish telling you a fucking story earlier. And right. I, gotta, I gotta fucking tell you this garbage. Tell it to me now. Before, you, before we talk about more Resident Evil Village. Um, but, like, I, like, I read you the David Cage allegations, which is one of the funniest letters I've ever fucking seen. Like, David Cage just being horribly politically incorrect to everybody at his office and, like, being a little bitch about his stupid fucking French vision um, is really fucking funny. But, like, my hot take prior to that, seeing that, and I guess I still stand by it to some extent, was that David Cage has some salient ideas regarding, like, ways in which games could be more... um, prestigious yeah but he's too fucking stupid to inarticulate them he's just such a fucking simpleton that he can't say this but one thing he said that everyone thought was comic and i was like no there's something to this was fail states are a failure of game developers um and what i read from that statement was the ability to just fucking play like a 
like a dingbat and just fucking suck at the game and just get a million passes until you do it okay enough to get through it once like which is replay value yeah. like i don't have a problem with that necessarily um but that is like just a fucking that that is just like a fucking like nightmare uh where where I'm, where it keeps games at that at that toy level when if you're really trying to tell like an interesting story you just don't do anything with with a fail state um yeah it's just it's like not like if you die in like the last of us it's just not canon no yeah if you die in the last of us it's, it's a fucking worthless like thing that happened to you like yeah. it doesn't fucking matter like i don't i don't mind dying a million times in hotline miami and just getting to restart because that's the game it's how you learn or like even something like, like but like even something like dark souls yeah which is the dark souls of dark souls Ooh. is is like every death is canon and that's interesting yeah like the idea that your struggles are like you could just do this beautiful fucking run through an area and then just get killed by a trap and your struggles are in vain oh yeah no it's like straight up and, and this is something that like uh hidetaka miyazaki's like talked a lot about and it's a huge theme in like all his stories like because you also see this in bloodborne with like the hunter's dream and that's how you reincarnate there sekiro um with dragon rod yeah with yeah. dragon rod and the Kuro's blood and all that shit like keep everything you come back and it's great and what i uh, what i especially love in sekiro sekiro doubles down on this and it's like and later on in the game you fight characters that are really familiar with wolf and he'll die and he'll resurrect and be like all right Ralph. he's like they just know they know he's coming back and i'm like this is so sick and they acknowledge that like he's back at it again trying to fight it it's fucking cool dude that that's literally it like it's like so cool you could do really cool things with with game over and it's just that a lot of people weren't rethinking them i i brought up a a pretty basic example with like death stranding where um in death stranding if you get caught by a bt there's just a crater in your world forever yeah and and player structures can appear there like you can't really traverse it because it's just a fucking like it's like a it's like one of those bowls that people skate in like yeah yeah where it's just like it's just a fucking sink and you can't get out of it like that that's it it's not it's not fucking picasso but it's like you know it's an interesting way to handle a failure so so i i was like that's a really salient point that if you're really trying to tell an interesting story you could use all the parts of the buffalo um and including game overs to to do something and his games embody this this idea of like you can fucking bumble through a playthrough of heavy rain and just like everyone's miserable everyone's miserable or they die early what i really appreciate about detroit become human where just i feel like a lot of the choices are better the problem with detroit become human is that the shit with connor is so fucking good like connor and hank shit's like fantastic like nine out of ten shit and like Marcus and uh, Kate, I think her name is. Um, no, Car Karen, Karen. Right? I don't fucking know. Kara, Kara, that was it. Um, they they're like fives. They're like super mid. Um, but yeah, what I like about those games, yeah, those characters can die super fucking early. Um, and yeah, if you just fuck up a scene, yeah, they can get fucking shot. You know get completely destroyed their memory wiped it's it's like awesome it's awesome yeah so so again i i think he's got a salient point he's just too fucking stupid to be able to say it in a real way and i also just think he really doesn't respect games enough to like really talk like a developer yeah like to 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 speak like he couldn't go to a gdc and give like a really good talk about like here's oh, no. the experience of being a developer because all he is is a screenwriter and a movie director and people who have technical talent do the work for him 
um which is valid you know that's it's fine that's like quite a few people that's in- a lot of game dev i mean it's ken levine but like you know it, it, the, the difference is that is that ken levine is at least able to kind of speak to writing for games um his gdc talk is one of the worst things ever but like he's able to speak to being being a games writer for so many years and just being like yeah here's how i fucking do it yeah like david cage is is still very much you know he he speaks like a game dev but he speaks like a game dev who thinks other game devs aren't fucking doing a good enough job and he's the and he's the he's fucking carrying games on his fucking back um which like you can't say that when like you made heavy rain beyond two souls in detroit become human which are like okay to good yeah they're fine they're fine like you know you could say that shit if you made like an amazing fucking game right yeah no if, if like i if if hidetaki miyazaki came out i would think he's a dick but if he came out and he said like yeah i saved video games he'd be right like he had, at the very least he saved the, the japanese games industry's like prestige at the time because a fucking tsunami destroyed every fucking meritorious work they could have done and for two years we had nothing but neptunia games because they were the only things they could afford to develop in their destroyed infrastructure um but like i said that and and like this fucking the the immediate fucking response i got from someone on a discord is it's like unless you're strapped into a fucking chair that'll kill you immediately if you get a game over there are no consequences in games and i was like i mean like yeah if you have like 90 iq and, like, you have, like, no emotions and no investment in what you're playing. Like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, if you have, like, if you don't care about the game. Well, it's, like, it's consequences to in the you. context of the fucking game. Those yeah. are the consequences. Well, the, the other consequences, it's also consequences fucking emotionally. Like, your fucking pride could be damaged by just getting your ass railed over and over again by a boss. And that's the fucking consequence to some extent. So if you if you play with the narrative consequences of the game and then the player's own guilt, like that's that's a powerful thing. Yeah. That's what the genocide root of Undertale is. Like it is a narratively consequential event. There's no going back from it. Once you do it once and your game is forever different. Yeah. But like it also plays on your fucking guilt. If if you're like if you don't know about it and you're like, oh, man, that was fucking terrible, but I'm just going to do a pacifist run to, like, really clean my palate. You get to the end of that and it's like, hey, no, fuck you. You did this shit. You made your fucking bed now lie in it. And, like, that shit's interesting. Like, that, that's a great way to, 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 to do that. So, like, to me, I'm just like, you actually can't be this stupid. You genuinely, like, can't be so stupid that you can't fucking understand, like, what I mean by consequences in games. Like, unless something bad personally happens to me unless someone shoots your dog dude yeah like unless unless you die in cuphead your dog gets shot yeah Uh, that's not real consequences i'm like i'm like dude you like i these are the people who should just their consequences are if you die in the game you die in real life dude yeah just fucking put just 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 play sword art just just play Gungrave online like like I, these are the people who don't fucking deserve art dude like i'm just gonna fucking say it outright like th- like there are some people on this earth who don't deserve art and these are the fucking people we're like like they'll go into a movie and they'll be like like what was the fucking point that he died at the end like that's fucking stupid I, I, why did he die at the end and it's like were you fucking sad about that he's like no i was fucking angry it's like yeah i mean i guess that's the same fucking reaction like, yeah, I had a reaction to it. That was why he died at the end, because it's sad. But anyway, Resident Evil 8's pretty cool, huh? You, uh, you liked it a lot, yeah. Yeah, that game's pretty sick. I'm going to go home and buy that shit. 
Actually, I might not because by the time I get back home in four days, Ratchet and Guilty Gear are gonna be coming out. That's so I'm fair. gonna be fucking busy. That's fair. Um, but but I'll play Village. I want to complete Village this summer because that game was just fun as fuck. Oh yeah, that game's awesome. Oh, I remember why I hate gamers. There we go. Now I remember. It's because uh, I I knew someone who fucking paid the extra money for the deluxe edition to start the game on Village of Shadows, and I was just like, you can't be like, what are you doing, like. What do you like? Do you wanted to try hard so bad that you spent the extra money on a mode that is locked for a reason, reason behind beating the game at least once because the essential skills necessary to beat the game to just beat the game are fucking things they just expect you to know. Like you have to know how fucking enemies dodge. You have to know where the item locations are. You got to know what like crafting items are worth getting. You got to know how much damage shit does to every yeah. enemy. You got to know how much like what are the real big heavy hitter attacks you got to avoid yeah and also you got to know the fucking level layout so that you're really good at, at escaping scenarios so you don't end up in a fucking corner with 17 enemies on your fucking face because they just flood the screen with 30 enemies at a time it's it's like ridiculous there's some moments in this game i'm like i i can't believe this right now this is an unreal but yeah no i don't understand why you would do that i just don't because you're a fucking tryhard and you're a bitch and like you like you 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 played yourself you fucking played yourself but yeah that that's why i hate gamers i'm just fucking sick of them being like like elitist or fucking moronic and then like doing this shit and then getting fucking mad at the video game to be fair the person who did that was not mad at the game they were like yeah i fucked up i can't believe i did this but like i, I was like why would you spend the extra fucking money I'm out of Capcom, too. Why would they do that? Why would they... Uh, Dude, this shit... Oh, my God. This has been a thing since probably the dawn of the the Xbox One, PS4, 8th generation, where that I've just completely... I hate so much. And it's just the absolute, like, table scraps of bullshit you're fed now. It's like... I remember I read a great article in, like, 2015, 2016 that was basically saying, like... Like, console wars were always fucking stupid. But, like, at least there was meaningful discussion to be had. Because you look at the Super Nintendo, and you look at the Sega Genesis, completely separate libraries of games. And, and Fundamentally. The, and and the, the design of those games was always different because of that. Like, yeah. Gen Genesis games were always really focused on, on fucking fast scrolling. On fast fun games that uh ran like like a lot of like um shmups run like fucking shit on super nintendo but run brilliantly on uh, genesis and that influences a lot of the games obviously uh super nintendo with mario world has a lot of a lot of 2d platformers and sky scrollers also that's home for a lot of rpgs meanwhile genesis is home for a lot more of arcadey home ports of shit and like beat-em-ups and ar arcade style platformers like Shinobi, yeah, um, Th things things that would require a lot more, guns. a lot more blast processing. Yeah. yeah, like running guns, like Gunstar Heroes, Alien Soldier, um, shit like that. Yeah, like whereas Contra Three, incredible masterpiece. I mean, of incredible game. masterpiece, but of it's game a slower paced game. For absolutely, and there's definitely less like less shit yeah. happening on screen as opposed to Gunstar Heroes. There's so much shit just happening and explosions is yeah, great yeah and and so you had these different games i mean even the n64 yeah. versus the ps2 Hon dude honestly up to or ps1 up to gamecube ps2 xbox dreamcast for the most 
competition will probably ever get ever again in terms of the home console space and you all four of those systems radically different you have gamecube producing a lot of really solid exclusive titles both from nintendo and capcom and a myriad of other developers that got on board which was really fucking smart you have the ps2 which is just the home base for fucking gaming of the generation you have the original xbox which runs all the multi-platform games the best possible way in like some bit pretty big differences in games i mean like it was it was literally a tiny pc that was that was why yeah you and it. it was literally a computer and you can like mod it and shit and also like and then the Halo. controller was made for for it to be a tiny pc it had more buttons than usual yeah yeah like really yeah great controller obviously with the s duke sucks um to uh although Duke could probably okay because i have fucking big ass gorilla fingers yeah um and then the dreamcast which is all like really excellent arcade ports slashes arcade style games like a lot of great fighting games like racing games a lot of great uh beat-em-ups and swimming in sevens i've never wanted to fucking shoot someone more in my life i never wanted to do 25 to life more in my goddamn life than to take that i i gotta be fucker out <laughs> who said ikaruga he who said ikaruga crazy taxi virtua tennis us daytona usa 2001 ferrari f355 challenge choo choo rocket seven out of tens all of them my sign adventure sign adventure two seven out of tens all of them bro Yes. I it too. Seven out of ten. It's time to do Seven out of ten. All these great classic arcade style games. Shenmue. Seven out of ten. Sega Bass Pro Fishing. Seven out of ten. Fuck that guy. Power Stone. Seven out of ten. Marvel vs. Capcom 2. The New Age of Heroes. Seven out of ten. That is the greatest response I've ever fucking heard, though. Like, to just go swimming and say... That is actually, like... I'm sorry, that you mauled to this day over it because it's the greatest insult anyone has ever thrown at a fucking video game console. Like, to just to just straight up... Not just to say mid, because mid is a 100 IQ response. Mid is an easy response to make. And I say mid because mid is a fucking funny thing to say. But, like, to straight up make the alliteration. To make the alliteration... Well, no, no. So, so swimming in sevens is a Michael Huber quote. Oh, fuck that guy then. Yeah, no, he was just fucking... He was just fucking copying. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Just... Dude, but, like, dude, I'm just, like... Fuck console wars, dude. No, fuck console wars. But back to the original point, right? Back to the original point. You know, you look at GameCube, PS2, Xbox, Dreamcast. Yeah, console wars are fucking stupid. But, like... There's fucking merit to each of these things. They all have their own value and their own libraries, and there's something to argue about. Yeah. And it's gotten to the point now where games are so expensive that these companies can't afford to even get exclusive games. They have to pay for them. They have to pay for timed exclusivity, which, Miles, can I, can I talk to you for a second about how fucking stupid timed exclusivity is well you can because normally if i didn't want to talk about, talk about it you would cut it theoretically the yeah theoretically i would either cut it from the show or i uh, or i haven't done this yet but i could i would hang up like if, if well, i can't if i really just wanted to not hear you say something i could legally hang, hang up. up it would be a dick move but there is nothing stopping me in the land of the free and the home of the brave from just hanging the fuck up on you you could hang up right now and you know jump off your fucking balcony if you know what i'm saying you jump off but, mine like this is my apartment you jump off my balcony if i, I want fucking you. squat here dude yeah 
Dude, I like I had this place cleaned. I literally I got a fucking maid service. It cost two hundred dollars. Yeah, because you were too lazy to clean it yourself. It's my fault. Yes, but I, I cost two hundred dollars, and it, and they did a fucking bang up job, dude. Like the they place did. place looked beautiful, and I tipped them really well. I fucking tipped them super well because they fucking had to clean up my fucking semen crusted apartment. Like they 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 cleaned my fucking stove was the most disgusting thing you've ever seen there dude i knew bacteria was growing on top of it it was it was a fucking dude, the progenitor virus originated oh here dude God. the fucking t virus originated T-virus. here and and so like you didn't get you didn't get the deep cut resident Evil reference so i i, I normied it up for you a little bit uh there we go anyways and so I, I, I fucking tipped them well because they had to clean my fucking biohazard of a, of an apartment. And and then you come in and you buy fucking a thing of Cheetos and, and, and an 18 pack of beer. And it's just fucking everywhere, everywhere dude. dude. It's just like, like, like your fucking influence is fucking. It, I can see it. I can see it on every table, on every wall, on the Tetris bed. Well, you- I can see it all. Yeah, I did not make the Tetris bed this morning and I have some of my clothes on it. Um, now my room can be filth because I live here, but that's the guest room. No, it'll be clean when I leave. Give me a little bit of credit. No, because that's not good for content. I will give you the credit. Though I off screen, I'll give you the credit. On screen, I won't. All right, it's not fair funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that. Don't worry, because I love you. Sam. I love you, Sam. Don't worry. Um, but either way, like my fucking apartment is a fucking disaster zone, much like the disaster Disasters zone of timed exclusivity. <laughs> Thank you. There you uh, go. I was setting you up. Don't Thank worry. Thank you. Thank you. The disaster zone of timed exclusivity. So let me say this, Miles. At the very least, at the bare minimum, right? If you get a game that, like, let's just say, like, Sony or Microsoft or whatever is paying for a console exclusive game, like an actually fully fucking exclusive console game at the bare minimum the only real positive the only real takeaway potential w you can get from that is that that exclusive game can take full advantage of anything that particular console has to offer that you can't get anywhere else for example returnal second party sony exclusive exclusive to ps5 makes great use of the dual sense with vibration with how the buttons are laid out for easy aiming and easy alt fire and shit like that very intuitive controller that's really and, immersive and the other thing to keep in mind is returnal is going to come to pc and also 3d like, audio yeah returnal is going to come to pc yeah because because sony can't afford not to have it but I'm still going to go out and buy a Sony product because I want that DualSense 5 for the true Returnal experience. Yeah, and it's, aw- and like, it's awesome. Like I would never, dude, I would never want to play fucking Returnal on, on, keyboard, on keyboard and mouse or especially with like a Series X controller. And I love the Series X controller. I actually prefer it for most third-person shooters. But just the way it uses the DualSense is so fucking good. Yeah. So, and so also, they're still too, getting me to buy their product. Yeah, so like they're still getting me to buy, buy the product. And also like... The game is better for being a PS5 exclusive. Straight up. And also with the SSD and stuff, the game is just flat out better for being a... With the timed exclusive, though, you know... they Everyone involved knows it's gonna co- go elsewhere, so they're not gonna do that shit. So all it does is just arbitrarily just gate out content from people. For, for for fucking table scraps. And that's why I hate the Epic Game Store so much. For all the Epic Time exclusivity. And it's like... And on one hand, at least there, it's like a fucking charity fund. 
basically if you're an indie game right now uh and you can and you get offered epic exclusivity they basically pay for the entire budget of the fucking game so your, your game gets fucking paid for and then in a year you can sell it on steam like hades and like Supergiant did for Hades, and make a ton of fucking money and actually get all the rewarding cred you would have got if you, uh, that you may or may not have gotten, actually, if you launched Early Access last year. But since it came to a full game of Steam, everyone treated it like a new release. So now that's what's happening there. So at least it's a fucking charity fund for indies uh, for the next couple years until they claim profitability. Fuck Epic, dude. Fuck Tim Sweeney, piece of, piece of garbage. Tim Sweeney's got that, got that real uh, Ubisoft... Uh eve's guillotine energy eve's guillotine yeah where where uh where where he's just like yeah we don't make political games which in the case Dude, of Fortnite, did you fucking see did you fucking see pc gamer posted an article it was like far cry 6 director in quotes we met this is a political game they can't make up their fucking mind well, I mean, with like with Far Cry Six, like you don't have a fucking choice. choice. And the other thing is, Far Cry Five got fucking finger blasted for not being political enough. And to be fair, I think Far Cry Five is political. Yeah, Far Cry it's Five just, is it, political. Far Cry Five is just not political in the way that pe- the a lot of the gaming press, which wanted it to be like an anti-Trump thing. Yeah, it's it's not like that. It's just about like the it's about like religious cultists, specifically a specific cult, a religious cult group in like the nineties. I don't, I forgot the name um but yeah that's what it's like actually like parroting and that's what it's i i, I think it's supposed to be parodying like the um branch davidian waco texas thing that that might actually have been it yeah, yeah I, like like where that was a huge like thing in america and, and america has a huge history of, of cultist stuff but like no they're not gonna make a fucking anti-trump game it's like, not like that's just not what it is and like that's not what I mean, people wanted it to be that. That's not what it was, so that's why people complained. But it was a political game. They just Ubisoft makes political games. They just say they don't because they're trying to fucking play both sides and appease everyone, and it's just annoying. Um, well, that's the Ubisoft models. Make the most okay thing ever that everyone Ubisoft can mildly is the, enjoy. Dude, Ubisoft is the fucking example of of content made for everybody, loved by no one. Yeah. Like, there's maybe two Assassin's Creed games people love, and I'll tell you which ones. That, well, there's three. There's Ass 2, Ass yeah. Black Flag, Ass and Black. Ass Odyssey. Yeah. And I don't even know why people like Odyssey, really. Odyssey apparently has a really good story. Okay. Like, like, like the, the way it was described to me is Odyssey is one of the few gaming stories that's about one fucking thing and nothing else it is just which a, is insane because that game's a hundred hours long well it's yeah it's just 30 hours of a game about grieving and like whereas like even death stranding which has a central theme and it, it has a, a it has a lot it has a myriad of things to say every fucking chapter you get a very different exploration of a very different idea you have you have an exploration of like of of familial bonds you have an exploration of of grief you have a fucking exploration of 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 hero worship yeah versus like like the truth versus myth like you like you have a game that that is very no bones about its central theme but also every chapter has a very different central theme to it whereas like what what made that story work what made odyssey work is it is just 30 consistent hours of a game about grief Grief. and a lot of people liked that a lot of people liked that they were essentially getting a movie quality story where it's just like no 
We're not going to bloat this 30 hours full of other stuff. Here is a story that's about one thing. So I, I think that's why Odyssey was so well liked. I, I, and I hear that the climbing is improved. I don't yeah, know. there's a part of me that kind of wants to go back and play specifically AC Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla as like, because that that's the that's the AC rebrand, right? Yeah. That's, that's when they, because after Syndicate, Syndicate comes out and nobody, people didn't really like it and the sales were starting to dip and they're like, fuck. We need to reinvent the wheels. They took the year off, and then Origins came out. And I want to see the and though they transformed them from like these platformy, like stealth sandbox games to just like these open world RPGs with some stealth elements in them. And I'm just sure. I'm just curious at these massive behemoth games that come out so frequently, and people seem to like. But I just I'm like. How could this keep me invested for a hundred hours? I don't even think it could. I'm just curious. I want to give them a shot, though. Um, It'll be interesting to say yeah. the least. I just like all games. I just no, you don't. I want to try to. No, you like, like the all media. Kinds of games. you like the media. Yeah, which makes me which makes me want to play at least give a chance to all kinds of games. I don't like every game ever. Of course. You what you like all genres. You like the medium. I'm trying I I want to make an effort to like all genres. That's is fair. what I should That's say. Fair. Because I remember I had an uh, I had a conversation with with a friend of the show, Second Look, about a Scott the Waz video from like a year ago or so called I'm not an RPG guy, and he's like, "But you should be. There's lots of good games here." And I'm like, "That's a good point, but like I shouldn't be like that. I shouldn't, you know, talk shit about genres that I don't know fucking shit about like fucking VNs or uh, or like RTS or or say I shouldn't say like I don't like that shit. I should play those games and see what the appeal is and and th learn why are, people like them. There are times in which I know something isn't for me. Like there are just times in which I know, but it's usually a game by game basis. Because here's the thing: when a genre exists, there is someone thinking the exact same thing. That genre is not for me, but it could be. And so they go into the genre and they say, what's appealing to me? What do I do? What do I make? And then they make something fucking like nutty and interesting. Like, like Disco Elysium was a guy who was probably like, I'm kind of bored of CRPGs. Like, and I'm going to make one that references Planescape Torment, but for the most part is about something very contemporary and very, very different. It's going to be very political. Yeah. And it's going to be very much focused on people's like mental health and perception of self and worldview. And it is going to be this very thoughtful treatise. Uh, but it's, I'm going to RPG the shit out of it. And like, that's fucking interesting. Like someone who was like, I'm tired of like all these shit political games being like cinematic platformers or open world games. And I'm also fucking tired of CRPGs being these fucking fantasy games. Yeah. Like, like I can't say that that is absolutely what happened, but like either way, you know, that was someone saying, Here's something that no one else has done. Here's something that, that I'm not going to see from the genre. Otherwise, I'll make it my fucking self. And that and that's how you get good games. So, like, again, not every game, you know, not every genre. I mean, not every game is going to be for you. But I really seek out. I really ask. I really to say people attempt to seek out games in genres you're in genres you're not very familiar with well like what, or what game, i always or don't say, have a lot of games you're particularly a big fan of well what i always say is is look for things in the genre that is different like look for things in the genre that like you can tell okay there's something there's an it factor here yeah that might make it more interesting to me than like the usual thing and your engagement 
in the it factor goes a long way to possibly enjoying other things about the genre elsewhere yeah because there's definitely some things in like subgenres like for perfect a perfect example like i like fighting games i'm not super great at them i'm okay i'm confident um and i can and i've played a wide variety of them i personally fucking really don't like team games i fucking hate multiple fucking characters and i'm gonna fucking worry about all that shit i'm like one's enough dude like one's a fucking enough um let alone three and aka three and also having them fucking work together is is too much for me so i like my like personally like one character fighters just like skull girls where you can kind of do whatever you fuck you want um that to me is like my taste but after consuming the genre so now i know i can look at guilty gears drive i'm like yeah it's like obviously very grounded meaty shorter combos that shit i'm into very street fighter um and you know single 1v1 you know game it's good shit and i know i'll probably like it so good stuff we also played ultra kill i was about to bring up yeah another game i was like which game do i talk about another next? sick ass first person shooter that's very fun yeah I, I i i need a little bit more time with it i was like i was playing it and i was like i didn't see this but like i'm if there's a learning curve that is keeping me from having as much fun as i could and it's also because you fucking threw me into the third stage when i ended up playing as opposed to just letting me restart which is what i wanted to do oh why didn't you just say so because uh, i would have it's the the first two levels would take five minutes you know we could get it again because i was like okay he wants me to do in the middle no you said no you said yeah all right let me play i'm like all right cool and i just got up that's fair that's fair (laughs) i I, yeah i should have just said something but but again i i'm like i'm like something's not right here I missed something. At Wait some a point. minute. I missed a basic skill somewhere. I, I missed a chance to just fucking practice in a, in a safe space. Something's not right. And I'm like not having fun right now. Um, but I knew that. I, you know, like I, I it was the same way with Remnant where I'm like, why am I not having fun right now? And I went, oh, it's because I ate a meatball sub and I want to fall asleep. Sweet. That's why. Because I'm fucking tired. Dude, I can't have any fucking fun when I'm tired. <laughs> Actually, I can't enjoy anything if I'm even remotely fucking tired i need i need a fucking nap instantly then i wake up and i feel fucking great i feel refreshed and i feel ready oh, to dude. see a movie dude real quick i want to i want to talk about this and we'll talk about seeing movies in just we a absolutely will we absolutely will but i did what i did want to say this is something again i spoke with friend of the show tom earlier today and i was like man you know i woke i went to bed at like midnight or like 11 o'clock i said i so early i'm sorry about that by the way oh um, no why are you apologizing i don't care i go to my fucking room and i just stick around <laughs> on my pc until three in the morning when i fall asleep <laughs> it's fine so i i but but the night okay but the night i got here i was up for 23 hours woke up at like what a went to bed at 1 30 local time so i was up for 23 and a half hours what went to bed and woke up like six uh, six hours later <gasps> totally refreshed perfectly fine and i'm like is it the bed is it is it really just do I really just sleep on that terrible of a fucking bed that no matter how much I sleep it's never enough? I you know what I'm going to do cuz I've not slept on the Tetris bed. My sister before she moved out, she moved out uh to move in with her boyfriend and now I just have a spare room that that my parents pay for because they do business in the city sometimes and they got to come in and so I, they could just have the bed in their own bathroom and everything like that. Yeah. Um and so like I'm I'm just one night I'm just gonna take my fucking my 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 fucking uh pillow or not my pillow my blanket yeah uh because I like my blankets kind of thinner and I'm just gonna fucking sleep on the Tetris bed and I'm just gonna see I'm just gonna see if it's better because my bed kind of sucks I've been sleeping okay recently yeah but like not as good as I want to 
Um, and so when you leave, I'm gonna wash the sheets. Probably gonna burn them. Uh, and then no, you can't burn the Tetris sheets. I'm not gonna burn the Tetris sheets. Just I'm just. It'll gonna... no longer be the Tetris bed. I'm gonna. The well, the sheets. Tetris thing is a is a duvet cover, so I can wash that. But I'm just gonna burn the sheets. sheets. I'm gonna burn the sheets because your fucking weed stank. My is on greasy them. ass hair, dude. Your fucking your fucking weed bo is on there, dude. <laughs> So my, what's my, what, my weed be? Oh yeah, I'll have to talk about LA. I'll have to talk about Wonderland Dispensary in a bit. Well, what's funny? It is funny to have you here. Yeah, and it's funny. I'm sure it's funny to be in my presence too, because there's like all these little things that I'm like, oh, he totally noticed this already about me. Like that. That like when when I am when I am speaking to you and you like tell me just something that like you discovered in a game yeah or like so, like something that you are just like oh this is interesting and i'll be like yeah i know that <laughs> like just just like i fucking snip at you for no reason as this fucking automatic response and it's not your fault it's not your fault but i'm just so fucking used to like when i was fucking with my family them like saying some patronizing bullshit that they think i don't fucking know so i'm just like yeah i know that that's like my fucking like response <laughs> So like so, that so, like when you just hear anything just genuine, you just assume it's well. Well, that's the thing. Like like you were you were saying some shit about Cuphead, like like some some something that you like figured out, you yeah, know, or something that you were like, no, this is a good good advice. And I was like, yeah, I know that. And and like I did know about the the thing, but like I I just it was one of those moments where I I, I immediately said that and I went lucid and I lucid and I was like, bruh. <laughs> Bruh, why am I like this? Yeah, why am I fucking like this? And it's just because I'm fucking used to like, like I would just fucking do some basic. Like I'd be like, yeah, great, I'm gonna make a fucking sandwich, and then they'd be like, remember to preheat the fucking grill. I remember to fucking preheat the fucking grill. Why don't you remember to fucking file for divorce already? Like, fuck you. Why don't you fucking remember to go to therapy where you belong, mom? Like. <laughs> I love my mom. I love my mom. Um, I just I love dunking on my parents. <laughs> I love I love dunking on my parents because it, because it's funny because they have such a boomer marriage. <laughs> like my my parents have such a boomer marriage where like it's like con it's like a Simpsons or Family Guy episode where it's like constantly about to fall apart. Oh, is it, oh, it's, so it's boomer negative because my parents are boomer positive. Yeah, no, was, yeah. So so he's BP boomer positive and i'm bn boomer negative. negative yeah like like my like your your parents are like the hunt not the honey my, my, your par parents, my are parents have been together for 27 years i've only ever seen them fight once in my entire life which was resolved in two days oh well, yeah and, and, and it was over chipotle no no it was not over chipotle it was over some other shit uh but <laughs> but like that that's the thing like meanwhile uh, my parents were like fighting all the time and like i got fucking yelled at for like the, for nothing and like my parents were always fucking angry and my mom was always like my, my mom was always like like the most jewish bitch you've ever fucking seen where like i'm like you're the convert mom like dad's the jewish one and you're the one who converted why are you like mother gothel because nothing makes Rapunzel. a zealot like a convert dude I remember once I heard that and I'm like, I have never felt so attacked in my entire no, life. No, it's so true. Because though. that is my entire existence, dude. Example, please see PC gaming. I it's it's so funny to me. Like, I, I truly am not I don't I'm not a convert like to anything. I don't know. Like, I, I'll just admit I was fucking wrong and then like fucking move on with my life. But like, even with a PC, like as much as I love like just fucking sitting down and playing a game on my PC, yeah. like 
I'm still like PC gaming is fucking bullshit, dude. Like, the, like the the fucking fact that we can't fucking play Cuphead oh, without oh someone's god. controller had, disconnecting. Oh my god, I've had more more like PC gaming issues at your fucking house than I've had in my entire four years. Well, it's be it's I, it's because I have so many Bluetooth devices. It's, yeah, that's that's a lot a lot of it. But also like the shit with your TV and not being able to go above 720p in some games sometimes for some reason. That, well, that's just the TV. Like that's yeah. that's just because it's it's like a weird like HD. It's a 4K TV. Oh, okay. Um, so so I think it's just like I've never set it up for a PC or anything, and like. It's, I've never, I've always used Display Ports. I've never really set it up for HDMI. Gotcha. So there's probably some setup to do there. Yeah, but just like weird, yeah, but just like weird shit like that, like popping up and just being like problematic. And it's like, what the fuck? Dude? Well, like I, I told a story to you that I, I, I can't really spoil because you're going to play Resident Evil 8. But there is a part that is very infamously very scary to a lot of people. It's, yeah. In my opinion, the scariest part of the game. I was playing on, on mouse and keyboard because it's a first-person shooter and, you know, and I wanted that extra accuracy. And it's, in, in my opinion, I would never have cleared Village of Shadows on a keyboard or on um, on a controller. Yeah. I just don't think it's possible, like, for me to, like, feel comfortable with that. I mean, I do a lot of running away. I could I could probably have done it. But, like, either – it would have been slower. Mm. Um, But either way. So uh, – but, like, one day my Bluetooth driver, like, while I was just playing that segment – and this was the first time I was playing it. I was fucking terrified. My Bluetooth driver was just, like – I'm punching out. My shift's over. Yeah. So it just fucking stopped. So my headphones went out because I was wearing my ear my AirPods. And then my fucking keyboard and mouse went out. And I just fucking died at the scariest part of the game. And I was just like, I wasn't even scared. I wasn't even upset because it was a technical issue. So I was just like, all right, well, I'll turn the PC off and start again. I'll just I'll just redo from checkpoint. And they checkpoint you very liberally, which is a problem I have with Village that you're not going to have. Where I would love like an ink ribbon mode, and that's gonna be a mod. It's, it's gonna oh, yeah. be a mod that's. I mean, they gonna... have the typewriter, so I'm sure you can. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's fully playable with like ink ribbons only, uh, like clearly. Can you but... turn off autosave? Not that I've seen. Oh, okay. Um, maybe, but like I would love it. I would love to have to use ink ribbons too. Like that would be because I love I love the ink ribbon. Um, I love having to be like, this is your save. Yeah. You get nothing else. Do like do like the next twenty minutes perfectly. Yeah, it's just yeah that just seems it just seems extra bro. I guess ink ribbons would be okay if there was like more ink ribbons than like your typical Resident Evil game, just because of the the way the act it's like an action game as opposed to like a survival horror game. So there's well, just way more there's way more just moments in which death is imminent. The the thing about it though is that Resident Evil games already have a fuck ton of ink ribbons. Oh, they do. Okay. Resident right. I counted once Resident Evil remake on normal mode has i think 150 oh okay it's like a lot like or it might have just been on easy mode i don't remember but like i counted and i was like it, it might have just been 50 even i would have to count i was like a teen i so my memory sucks but like i was like fuck really like there's this many in the game they're all hidden like you have to find oh, them yeah of course but like either way well, like, if it's 150 you're gonna find a good chunk of those yeah and 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 either way like every time you enter a new save room there's three ink ribbons for you so you get three free saves every time you enter a room oh okay cool. um so like an area should only take you three saves, like really. Yeah. Um. So either way, like I, I with 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 village, I I would imagine it would be the same balancing. But like either way, I like the idea of having to do just a fucking perfect twenty minutes of gameplay. Like if you fucking die, like that's it. Like if 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 fucking Cassandra makes all this, this mess, mess, you got to do it again. Um. So so again, I I I don't have a problem with the way it is now, but I I would love like an ink ribbon mode. Um. But either way, so so my fucking Bluetooth driver was just like, all right, I'm going to head out, and I just fucking died at that segment. And so my P like, so I'm still like, PC games are bullshit. 
PC gaming is fucking bullshit sometimes. Like, oh, see, oh no, yeah, no, I, I'm fucking yeah. You add the sometimes, fucking absolutely, dude. Well, anyone yeah. who disagrees with that is a liar. No, right? but, like, but a lot of bullshit. a lot of people would fucking disagree with that because because they would they 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 built their fucking identity around a machine made out of parts that they purchased. I mean, it's bullshit. I mean, it's bullshit. But like, I mean, my thing when the, is when the game when the game works, it's sometimes works. it's bullshit. But most of the time, it's better. I would say. It's like, yeah, sometimes it's worse, but I'd say on the whole, about like a good chunk of the time, it's just better. It's no, just a much better experience. I mean, like, yeah, I don't have a problem with that, but like my, my problem is just the fact that there are times in which I was I, I would be like, yeah, this would be better with a fucking, you know, on a fucking controller in front of my television. Like there are just times when I'm like that. Yeah. And I just I fucking know. Or like even with Returnal, there are times in which the PC just like like you need this very specific hardware for it to be as good as it is. Yeah. Like there are there are exceptions, and I'm fucking and I'm I'm and people I know in my life are just like not willing to make them. Like I'll be like, yeah, the game's better with a controller. Like and and you can fucking plug a controller into your PC. I but, don't get those people. Those people are weird to me. Yeah. Where they're just like, why would I ever learn controller? It's like I'm learning mouse and keyboard. Like you're just a bitch. Like that's literally all there is to it. Where I'm like, this game is just better on a controller, and and you just fucking can't learn a, a controller at because you're a bitch and you're bad at games and like i'm not well i'm like you're good at games on a fucking pc like that's that's awesome but like there are one i think the the skill that makes someone good at games is not it, it's not like just execution because that's something that can be learned yeah and that's something that you can grind down it's your your capacity to learn like your capacity to learn is what made you good at Daytona. Yeah. And a lot of practice, clearly. Yeah. Like, once you once you walked me through how to do that fucking drift, I was like, okay, I could do this. I just need more practice. Yeah. But, like, either way, understanding the gear shift, that's the skill that makes you good at the game is being like, great, here's when I fucking shift gears. Here's here's the speed I can get to. Here's how a gear works. Yeah. Yeah. Here's where I should downshift, when I should upshift at specifically what mile per hour can i upshift to at the distinct turns and learning all that shit yeah, yeah that's that's, the game. that's what makes you good at the game and and anyone who's a fucking bitch will just be like anyone who's a bitch plays on automatic and then you're just not playing the fucking game well they, they play on automatic and then they also go like like when they get to a turn they'll go that turn is impossible dude i i'm, I'm like automatics in the game i'm like can you even win i'm like can you even get first <laughs> I don't think it's possible. I imagine the point of automatic is just to have fun, <laughs> but like to try to make an attempt. I just don't think you'll have any fun because you'll just not be able to make any turns in that game. Yeah. And so like, and so like if, the moment I hear like this turn is impossible or this game cheats, I'm like, no, you're just bad. bad. And I think the inability to learn a new controller makes you bad at games. Like that's my fucking hot take. Like I just, I don't understand anyone where, where I'm like, dude, play this fucking Bayonetta game on a fucking controller as god intended and they'll just be like no i can't learn a controller i'm like great play an easier just, game with a controller don't you don't you want don't you want the optimal gaming experience and then they'll, and then they'll fucking tell you because about that's like, what i want then they'll tell you the fucking pc is the optimal gaming experience it's like yeah in with the, the controller. menu no i'll be like yeah in the menu it is but like 
guess what you still got a bunch of real-time inputs like like people who are like like it's better on pc i'm like yeah because i can go into the menu and turn off ray tracing if there's a fucking problem like it sucks that like i have to do that myself but like either way i can i can play at 120 fps and that feels nice yeah well like you rather have the option yeah you have to do it yourself but i'd rather have the option to pick and choose what i want it's, well exactly and that's my fucking point like you have these people talking about the optimal experience in in the menu and then like when they actually have to play the game they're like no no i'll just learn it on keyboard and mouse and then they'll be like the keyboard and mouse controls suck and i was like yeah because it was never intended dude i love the opening of all the yakuza games on pc that just says real yakuza user controller yeah and i all my friends ignore that shit i all need every game i want every fucking game to open with what is the developer intended control method like all the new blood games open with like this game is recommended on keyboard and mouse or something along the lines of that information yeah i i would i would honestly say resident evil is at its best on a controller because the aiming is a struggle and that makes it scarier but i i enjoy, i i know how i would like to play these games which is as a speed running lunatic so i yeah. played on keyboard and mouse well like, it's like an action game yeah so like eight eight on mouse and keyboard makes sense seven i think is probably better seven on is, is really fun with the controller and and all the people i know who say seven is boring played it on keyboard and mouse yeah where it was too fucking easy so i think i definitely think like i played seven reticle off on a controller and like that that's why i like Fucking that game so much a, dude. that's why that i like sounds, that game so much it sounds insane oh yeah it's how do you aim is, wait, wait there is there ads in uh yeah in, okay, there is. okay so you can you can aim yeah there's ads there's ads and i'm like i'm like are you really just fucking free aiming yeah i'm i'm, I'm just like i'm just like all right let's approximate the camera seems centered that's here. awesome that's yeah well it's it that's like a great way to play a survival horror game oh yeah where you have to approximate i mean survival horror games the, by their fucking definition like part of survival horror's game design is a lack of of uh of clear feedback yeah and a lack of 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 clear like th like the siphoning of information yeah there is a reason that that the the health in resident evil is an electrocardio diagram because that's an approximation of how well you're doing yeah it's just it's supposed it's supposed to be fucking vague yeah or like you don't know how much damage you're doing to enemies you just kind of go like well i know a shotgun probably does a lot yeah it's, <laughs> it's a part of the game that's why i was surprised when you told me that that it's so it's like totally fine to use cheat engine for the for the re8 speed runs well it's, it's totally fine to use cheat engine for the re8 speed runs and i love watching re8 speed runs but it's because they're bitches and like their their concern is time i i heard something that fucking made me mad the other day that's why i'm sick of gamers dude like i was watching this fucking speed run and like the entire chat fucking moronic as they are and by the way we're doing this live ish and we don't neither of us want to edit this so i think we're both like avoiding saying anything we'd have to censor yes like absolutely. so so fucking lunatics as they are um we're like like uh one of the speedrunners so we both beat Catro dimitrescu yes. so I, i'm just gonna say to get out of it they do the classic resident evil thing you need four objects find the four, four objects, objects and escape the room um and in a in a lovely little i love this in in resident evil 1 remake it's death masks and in resident evil 8 it's angel masks Ooh. so i kind of like that little yeah. so like a cool inversion yeah dude. um but like so you need four masks to get out and the four masks are obviously in these very interesting locations similar to resident evil 1 and that's the whole point is yeah. that the game is gate kept by these four masks so you're a developer you're making a video game you say okay great 
flag is four masks are in place, door opens, yes. right? Whatever. Yeah. Um, but then there's these three bosses, and two of them, two of them, yeah, two of them guard masks. Yeah, two of them guard masks in some way. And so, if you're if there's a way to get through the door magically, uh there's no fucking trigger telling you you have to defeat all three of the the, the monster sisters you don't have to f- defeat cassandra who caused all this mess um i thought cassandra was the one you had to fight no 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 you, no, you fight, fight bella the- in that room yes um yeah cassandra's the last one you fight oh okay gotcha. because yeah, she caused all her. this mess you can skip her no and- you can't skip her oh fuck because because she has the fourth mask oh but you, you can't skip any of them on normal play but in speedrunning... In speedrunning, you can throw a mask. No, you can throw a pipe bomb at your feet to clip through the wall of a very specific door and walk through the load zone, which is bullshit. And they know it's bullshit. It's a glitch. And they know it's a glitch. And yet they're still like... I just... I think that the developers, like, at some point in development, they forgot to set these bosses as, like, flags that you have to beat in order to get through this area. I just... I think there's no way. There's just no way that they forgot to do that. I, I think that that they just, like... At some point, that was the case in development, and then something happened, and, and they shifted it. And, and that's why you have to... That's why they're not essential flags to progress the game. And I was like... No, because that's not how game design works. Your job is to find the easiest fucking solution to every fucking problem. In Resident Evil, the whole point is that you're gatekept by items, which is a fucking a fucking true-false statement that's super fucking easy to check. Is the item in the place? Yeah, like, yes? I'm sorry. Games are not fucking... Games are not coded to encrypt nuclear launch codes, right? They're video games. They're made to have fucking fun. They're held together by duct tape and glue. Well, but the, the other thing I was thinking about is, is that, like, it's just, like, what fucking game? What fucking lunatic game where, where like, the level design and items are used to gatekeep your progress? Would they also need to be like, we better also add a boss flag in case somebody throws a pipe bomb at their feet and clips through the wall. It's like, no, no dev fucking thinks that because the dev has already done the, a good fucking job of making the game playable yeah. in the first yeah, place. Yeah, like, you would make, like, like, that, like, your criticism like that would, would make sense in a situation where, like, you're not fucking pipe bomb clipping through the wall and instead you're just, like, sprinting through and, like, grabbing the mask. If that's, say, like, the uh, mansion was a bit more open with a bit less locked doors or some bullshit. Well, like, even then, that's, that's, that's a very, like, Resident Evil transaction. Go yeah. into the room, get the mask, don't fight the boss. Yeah, you don't fight the boss and you, and you bounce on. Yeah, you can do that or whatever yeah I mean, like can yeah. you can you imagine if someone was like i just i think it's so odd like that that they didn't set yawn to to be something that you have to defeat like i just i think they must have really screwed up it's like no they made a deliberate strategy where they where they that that's a moment where you learn in that game where it's like oh my god no matter the situation it, no matter how big it is if i can just leave the room i don't have to fight it yeah and that's like that's a skill that you learn in resident evil and that you learn to exercise and figure out that like you don't have to fucking blow your ammo on everything yeah that's actually funny enough that's like another thing in the in the in the souls games people have to learn is like yeah you can just avoid everything and like just run past a lot of this shit yeah and it's like the whole point is that like you still have to kill the boss like yeah. that's that's what that's what'll get you past because there's the fog door that you can't really oh, clear yeah. that easily but it, it would be so funny if like you found a way to fucking move around the fog door and they're like i just find it so odd that uh that that the fog door that that the, the 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 next area doesn't even exist until you defeat the boss 
It's like, you ever heard of prefetching? Or, um, no, it's not prefetching. It's, yeah, it is prefetching. Um, prefetching is when, like, a, 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 a game, like, preloads an area so that it's ready for when you're not there. Oh, yet. yeah. Yeah, which is what Dark Souls does. Like, it, it prefetches all these, um, or no, it's level streaming. That's the name, isn't it? Yeah, it's level streaming. Yeah, um, something like that. It's, yeah. Yeah, because because there is no loading, so I th- yeah, the world, I think, perpetually, like, loads in or Dude, I, like I know Mulgar is gonna be fucking mad at me, because he taught me the difference between the two, and, um, and he, like, had a problem with the Matthew Matosis video where he called level streaming prefetching mm. um so i'm so sorry that the last like four like the, the last 40 seconds were me calling it prefetching i'm so sorry um but anyways so like it was just it was just like this, this like literally all i could call it was speedrunner moment like it was just this fu- it was a fucking speedrunner moment where speedrunners are like yeah i glitched through a wall which means i know how games are made like I used a cheat engine, which means I know how video games work. And then the entire chat was like, this game is like an entry-level Python project. It's like a game jam. And like, I know they were joking, like, most of them. Yeah, of course. But it's, it's just like, I'm like, I'm just like the sheer fucking hubris, dude. The sheer fucking hubris that the speedrunner says something that fucking... fucking Stewie Cartman would come out here and say some shit Yeah, like fucking that. Stewie Cartman says something head-ass like that. And then the entire chat is like, rather than be like, oh, actually, you're just a fucking bitch. They would be like, yeah, I better agree with content creator. Like, like have some fucking individual thoughts, you fucking pansies. That's just, that's just me, dude. I'm, I'm mad, dude. And you know why I'm mad? I'm I'm mad because I was born brilliant, bad, and a little bit mad, dude. That's how I was born. Yeah, that's right, man. We went. Well, do you want hold on? Do you want to talk about the Dodgers game first, or do you want to talk about the movie first? Then we'll go back into. All right, we'll talk about we'll talk about Cruella. So so Sam's friend, probably a friend of the podcast. Say their name. You know the one. They told you to go see a movie at the fucking Chinese theater. Uh, our good, my good pal Elmer Guardado from Gone Golden Awkward Pause podcast. Big fan. Yeah, be we- sure to be sure to let be sure to listen to Gone Awkward and Golden Pod and Golden Pause. God fucking kill me, dude. I um he's fr- he's from LA, so I gave him a call a couple of days before when I came over here. I just asked him. I was like, hey, you know me. What would be shit you think would be fun to do? And he's like, oh, you should see a movie at the Chinese theater. I'm like, so that sounds kind of sick, actually. But then I got here, and I thought about it. I'm like, hey, there's nothing to fucking see, dude. There's nothing to fucking see here. There's no fucking movies, Aaron. I'm like, so then you just bring up out of the blue that morning about Cruella. I think we saw a poster for it. No, no. I've been, no, you don't understand, Sam. This, like, you say out of the blue. No, you brought up out of the blue to me. No. I have been waiting to see Cruella since the fucking project was announced because i was like i need to see this shit dude it's it's like when a lifetime movie comes out and you're like bruh bruh I another gotta high be. school one i gotta be there like we're, double daddy i'm in yeah we're, we're like like you'll see something that is i mean we talk about miles core and sam core all the time and we usually talk about miles core and sam core as a positive thing yeah there is such a thing as miles core and sam core garbage Bitch. there there is such a thing of like i guess miles core garbage is like darling in the franks, franks. like like shit that's like bad but like takes itself so seriously and actually like is so like emotionally loaded that i'm like you know what I'm actually I'm just gonna surrender to like what you're trying to do and just like let you have your emotions and just like feel the show like whereas most people like rightfully so get hung up on on like bad plot points or like problematic content like I'm just like 
I see you're taking this 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 premise as seriously as possible. I will take you as seriously as possible. And then like I end up just enjoying the shit out of it. Yeah. Um so like that that's my thing. Like if if there is something like fucking Cruella that is the worst idea ever, I'm like I have to see it. I have to see how they pull off this terrible idea. If an idea is like so heinous to me, like fucking Jungle Cruise, dude, I'm there. Like now wh- oh, wait a minute. Are you there for the Powerpuff Girls on CW? uh no why not that's pretty terrible uh i think it's just because like i i like it when it's as big as possible so you 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 like you like when big companies make really bad decisions not like medium-sized companies yeah well like the cw is like a fledgling channel and like they have no budget like 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 the the best they can do is secure a hot ip right yeah and the powerpuff girls is a relatively hot ip it's a nostalgic IP, and nostalgia is part of the geek space, and the geek space involves Marvel and shit. So, yeah. like, that's that's in Hollywood terms, that's a big score. Um, but like, like for me, like if there's like a but yeah, like Jungle Cruise, the yeah. trailer for the Jungle like, Cruise, like when movie. when someone tells me, yo, Trigger and A One Pictures made an anime, anime and it's bad, I'm like, I'm fucking there, dude. But if if someone if someone was like, yeah, like whatever fucking company that everyone hates made another shit anime like i'd be like all right i'm gonna i'm not gonna fucking watch it like like un- unless again unless it's like really fucking dunked on i i do tend to go out on things like when redo of healer was done by like some shit company i wouldn't have never watched it if it wasn't apparently the most controversial thing ever and then it was mid except for the scenes that weren't mid which is like five minutes of content more or less so like like for me yeah i i want to see something I want to see people fail big. big. I want to. I want to see a, Sam likes big tree. Miles likes big fail. Yeah. So so like again, Disney has all these IPs and they own twenty five, literally twenty five percent of the industry. Yeah. They could, if they wanted, to do do like a Disney branded Fox IP and just bring it back and call it fucking Disney's whatever. Yeah. Right. Like fucking take back to the future and fucking remake it or whatever they can do whatever the fuck they want make gremlins three like they can do a lot of different things because they own that shit yeah um they own freddy got fingered so they could get tom green uh to get out of his camper van that's he's, a soap on a rope he's 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 on he's he's in his camper van right now you know they'll they'll get him to come back He's like touring America. He's been doing this shit on Instagram and stuff. Oh, um, cool. They'll get him to come back to Hollywood and do Freddy Got Fingered too. Freddy Got Fisted. Um, so, like, they could they could dredge all of these IPs out that people like, and instead they're like, ride movie based on a ride. It worked for Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean. and it worked for nothing, nothing else. else let's do jungle cruise and and the marketing of jungle cruise is so visible because it's like Dwayne the rock johnson is there and he was in jumanji and jumanji too or not jumanji was it jumanji yeah jumanji yeah, yeah he was or in jumanji excuse me jumanji welcome to the jungle so the reboot plus the jumanji reboot sequel yes he's in yeah and and so he's in both of those and they were like great well that movie did well yeah and we have the jungle cruise yeah dude this is all disney does now remember when disney used to like be the tastemaker yeah no they would make something new and exciting and interesting and like even pixar we talk about all the time where pixar now just like recycles its own ideas it's, it's the same stories. thing yeah it's just so miserable it's like, so miserable like if, if disney wanted they could make a new like interesting live action movie yeah or like fucking you know what they could do 
like go back to the fucking 80s and remake the black hole and just make it like the super cool like space adventure with like all these all these fucking big budget elements like and just and just like pitch it as like this really cool like don't even call it disney's the black hole just call it the black hole and like just just make it like a cool like space horror movie like you know or something like that something something that they could capitalize on i mean that's not a good idea in terms of like disney yeah. money yeah but the like, problem is with like a lot of like a lot of like disney ip and stuff like they always try to do this fucking disney always wants what it does not have yeah and it will do anything in its power to achieve it so for example disney wants harry potter disney made Chronicles of Narnia and Artemis Fowl and Artemis Fowl and fucking both of them fucking failed. Yeah, well that's They're every miserable. Dude, that, well that's consumer. every Hollywood company. Every Hollywood company wants what they don't have because it that means that they can compete. Yeah, you know that's the only reason the uh, scary stories to tell in the mo- the dark movie got made because uh, Stranger Things was popular and Sony doesn't have a Stranger Things and that's why they ended up doubling down on Ghostbusters after. Dude, this is why Sony is making a Spider-Man villains universe. This is why a Morbius movie is happening. Morbius, Miles. Morbius. Well, you you benefit you profited off of Venom. It is it is really funny because because I, I did profit off Venom. I read the best fucking like statement the other day, which is like men love Venom. Like Cruella is Venom for women. Like, and I was like, that's true because you're right. Like that it has like all these crazy scenes that like people are gonna fucking lose their minds over, and then garbage. And I was just like, yeah, that's kind of accurate where it's just like, like scenes that are like, like fucking female core. Oh, damn. Um, well, I, that's, that's funny. You think it's Venom for women because, because, well, it's, because jo- it's really because Joker for women. That's yeah. That's my review on Letterboxd. Follow me at Kingma uh, <laughs> is yeah. It's Joker for women. Well, so, so your friend told you to go to the Chinese theater and yeah. watch and watch a, a, and, a movie. and go catch a movie there and just nothing in particular. He's like, yeah, go see a, go see a film. There. So they were playing three movies, movies and all of them were bad. It was spiral. The ninth saw movie quiet place. Part two, which I heard is okay. And army of the dead army of the dead, which you said was bad. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. Just like, like, like it was awful to watch um i don't think it's like a i don't know it's it's no it's bad never mind what the fuck am i trying to say I, it's I, like a four. But, well, well um, no it's a three like i'm really struggling because like the cinematography is terrible the story is terrible the performances are terrible like like i'm trying but like the point is it's not like boring or like whatever it's just like so technically inept that i'm like i can't believe that that a studio would release this i'm actually shocked that this was considered okay to release hey man that's netflix baby uh, but well, yeah, it wasn't Netflix. That... It was a fucking major motion picture at one point. Well, it was produced by Netflix, right? No, I don't think so. I I, I think it was screwed over by COVID, and Netflix picked it up. Oh shit! That's okay. what I that's what I think happened. Oh, but weird. If it was produced for Netflix, like then either way, Zack Snyder because they've done shit with, like Roma, where like yeah, it was a Netflix original, but like they put it in theaters and stuff to get it for Oscars and shit. Yeah, that's fair. Um, not I mean, saying that they were doing that with this movie specifically, but yeah, but it, it could add a run. And here. then we go to the Chinese theater, and it's closed anyways. Yeah. Um. But, but but I I was like so I've been trying to get my fucking bitch ass friends I'm just shit talking everyone today dude I'm because it's fun it's, I'm in a salty mood dude yeah um I've been trying to get my bitch ass friends because my my the guy who got me on the Cruella meme was my buddy who I I also work uh with on another show the the Coffee Rush show which I've talked about I yes on this. yeah um so uh he was like dude this Cruella trailer is so fucking funny everything about this movie is funny we got to see this movie in theaters like he was making all these plans and I was like. 
dude, I'm there. I'm there for the bit, dude. I'm here. And fucking May 28th rolls around. I'm the only one still on the bit because these fucking bitches are fake. They're fucking fake. They're they fake start, Corella fans, dude, dude. They start these fucking bits, and I'm all for them. And then, like, I get in on them. I, I fucking keep the schedule. I'm like the AD where I'm like, great, we're doing this today. Like, I'm keeping your word on everything. And they'll be like, dude, it's two hours, dude. I'm not drunk enough. Dude, maybe some other time. And I'm like, no, you're never going to see this movie. You're going to fucking flake, and you're never going to see this fucking fil- film. And the fucking bit's going to die before it ever happened. And, and that's it. And I'm like, I'm not letting the bit die, dude. I I think Cruella is fucking so, funny. So you say that you wanna that you mention it and that you really want to see it. I say, Miles, I really want to go to the Chinese theater. I guess we could go see it. <laughs> yeah, you were you relented. I I I took you to see Cruella in the Liam Neeson, Neeson sense. sense. <laughs> I took you in the Liam Neeson sense. I trafficked you to see Cruella, dude. Yeah. I trafficked you. Yeah, that's that's what I'm going to start saying when people fucking say shit. When, when, like, people drag me to, like, terrible fucking events. I was like, yeah, I was fucking trafficked to the fucking... It's a terrible concert, dude. Nine Inch... No, not, I like Nine Inch Nails. Um, I was trafficked to the Hobson concert. Yeah, the Hobson... The, the fucking Limp Biscuit reunion. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why Nine Inch Nails was the first thing that came to my mind. It's because I wanted to say Nickelback, and I was like, that's too easy. What else? And I... I would go see Nickelback. And I... <laughs> we can't do this, dude. I'm not Ninch Nails. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. <laughs> that was how my brain works. I, I thought and I, and I had to think of a third word. Because I couldn't say Nickelback. So I said nine inch nails, and I won't say what happened in between that thought process. Um, but uh, dude, I'm spicy today, dude. I'm fucking spicy. spicy. Uh, so so I, I I made him see Cruella. I fucking made him see Cruella. I took him to see it, yes. but it wasn't playing at the Chinese theater, which was closed. Closed. So instead, we went it was to closed due to AIDS and stingrays. <laughs> so instead, we went to a historic El Capitan, Capitan theater, the historic El Capitan theater owned and operated by Disney, which means that it wasn't just a screening of Cruella. No, they had one room. It was the immersive Cruella experience. Where you could go in, you could see two dresses from the film. No, there were three. There was four. Because there was the one in the window, the one in the lobby, and then the two on the side. On the of stage. The, yeah. Oh, I, so I was, forgot the one that was that was in the lobby. Yeah, so there, there was four total Cruella outfits. And like the whole, like all the COVID like stand here signs were Cruella themed. Like there was nothing but Cruella posters. Everything was, we, so we get in there and we posted this. This is the perfect time to follow us on Twitter yes. because we posted this video to Twitter at Miku's Crack House, which yes. I guess means the show's ending. No, it doesn't. No, we're, we're going to edit in the animal cries. Again. <laughs> <laughs> you have to remember to do this. I will actually. Yeah. I'll just, I'll remember one, one hour, 21 minutes. Okay. There we go. Okay. So, um, I mean, well, but we haven't finished talking about Cruella, so the show is not over yet. So, we get there. Everything's Cruella themed. And and it, I, I just noticed Sam, like, the whole time is trying to aggressively process that he's being taken. Now, in now the let me, now, let, let, let's flashback. Let's have, like, a, one of those moments, those movie moments where, like, we follow a character for, like, 20 minutes. And then, like, last was part two, where we get to the movie theater, the climax of the, the and then we're flashback to me seven hours prior when we decide we're going to go fucking see Cruella. <laughs> At 7 p.m. 
So you're like, I, I'm going to take a nap. And I'm like, I, I'm going to get fucked up for this movie because I don't know if I'm going to be able to fucking sit through this shit sober. So I'm so we decided to go to this movie immediately. I start drinking fucking Coors Light. I start knocking out the fucking 18 pack we bought yesterday or a couple days ago. And I was like, just fucking pounding these fucking Coors trying to get this shit. Then I went to the earlier. I went to the L.A. Wonderland Dispensary. Wonderful establishment. Well, this is a good time to sidetrack to that, too. This is a good time for our sponsor. Uh, now's a good time for our sponsor, Water, which I can get in the middle of this podcast, which yes. is awesome. Yeah. Give me a course from the fridge, won't you? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Thank you. Let's leave all this in, by the way. Fuck. <laughs> Talk about the dispensary, Sam. Yeah, so anyways. So, yes, yeah, so I went to the Wonderland uh, dispensary in L.A. It was very wonderful. Um, I was helped by a nice gentleman sure showing me around. The there oh, we yeah, go. Dude. Shit was fantastic. And, yeah, so I got myself... A couple of um, chocolate chip Big Pete's um, uh, edibles, which are so fucking tasty, by the way. Uh, it's just a great chocolate chip cookie. Uh, we also bought a shit ton of fucking cookies, which I haven't even dug into the chips away or the fucking front stripe we bought. I guess we'll do that, dude. Like, fuck it. Like, this, let's just fucking eat and go fucking crazy on the fuck. Get the fudge stripes. Yeah, I'll get the fudge stripes. Okay. Um, where are they? Uh, they're they're in one of the bags. There's only uh, one bag left. So there's only one. Oh, check that one over there. That one, that's empty. Oh, that's empty. Oh, check that there one. That, that one's one. it. Yeah. Scuffed production. God, this Christ is how me. normal podcasts sound, by the way. Yeah. This is, what... this is like I I told Miles I'm like, dude, off the bat, we're just like not gonna edit this show, and then people will understand how good the show is just because. We edit out terrible bullshit. Well, and that's well, that's the thing because th this is an authentic, an immersive, immersive crack, crack house experience. experience. So, so we're like just we're fucking we're going full scuff, dude. We're going full scuff mode. Um, going full sicko mode. But yeah, so you went to the LA dispensary, got yourself some edibles, which really served you well, by the way. It's it's like when you, it's like when you keep an elixir in a fucking RPG until the final boss. Yeah. See, what I really now where I really fucked up is I should have just brought one in a bag and nom that shit right before I went in because I got too sober before that movie started. That popcorn was a bad mistake. I should have been. I should have tried to remain as hungry as possible. To maintain my perfect level of drunken and cross-fadedness. Because I also smoked a fat blunt before coming. To which then was preceded by a 40-lap race in Daytona, which took half an hour. And laying down for a bit. Miles is chugging the fattest drink of water and let so much spill on the on the chair. Yeah, that's, that's how I drink water, dude. I'm actually aggressive, dude. May I sip your water? Fuji coach on. Um, anyways... Yeah, meanwhile, for me, I'm all on this Cruella bit, dude. Mm. So when I find out that the El Capitan has a an immersive Cruella experience, I go, fuck, yeah, dude. I gotta, I gotta be there, dude. I'm the biggest Cruella fan on the planet. I'm the biggest Cruella fan who's ever fucking lived. I know the lore. I know the, I've seen all the trailers. None of this is true. I'm ready to go. So we get there. And Sam buys the worst seats I've ever fucking seen a man volunteer to take. And the theater was 
surprisingly full. Yeah. Um, I, I got to be honest. The reason I took those seats, I didn't know it was, to be fair, Miles, I didn't know it was that curved. Because typically in the theaters I'm used to going to, the, the, the size of the theater is much smaller. So the the center rightmost seats, which I bought, are typically actually really nice to sit in. Not for this fucking place, because they did not you have a curved monitor yeah. to show Corella, unfortunately. So, uh, we get there, and immediately, red curtain. Two Cruella original costume pieces from the movie. White projectors with the title of the film, not Cruella, Disney's Cruella. Yep. Everywhere. Red curtain with a big Cruella, lots of little Cruellas stamped all over the place and the worst remixes of songs you've ever heard so we heard it was we will rock you that came on re that was mashed up multiple times <laughs> it was like we will rock you mixed with what was the other song an aerosmith song oh yeah that's right and they weren't very good no it was really bad um and then they, of course, play, who run the world? Girls! Who, who run, run the, the world? world? Girls! So that was the perfect time to take a video mm. because I knew that summed it up right there. Like 50 Cruella logos around a darkened, historic El Capitan theater and the song, Who Run the World, Girls? And a very angry man next to me. So that's the video that we uploaded to Crack House uh, Twitter. That was angry. No, you were seething <laughs> is a is a more proper word. Boiling. So so uh movie starts. And and the funny thing is that um at the Arclight Theater, which is another theater chain around here. That right? is permanently closed. Which is now permanently closed. The 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 theater to me that I would see movies at is permanently closed. Um <laughs> we uh so normally they'd go up and they'd say Here's the film. Uh, it's directed by this person, stars this person, and this person, really, you know, like, whatever. Um, we have some really exciting, you know, whatever's for you. Like, there's especially, uh, especially impressive uh, uh, performance by this person and uh, all these different things. Like, when I saw Are You Afraid of the Dark, or Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, they, uh, they like, said, like, here's who's producing it, here's who's directing it. Um, here's, like, a really standout performance and, like, based on the book series, like, yeah. all these different things. And instead, this fucking guy comes in. And he's like, hey, everyone, get ready to watch Cruella. Be sure to turn off your cell phones. Make sure to buy your popcorn concessions at this time. Like, don't don't interrupt the movie. Like, and it was just like, I was like, wow, historic El Capitan. I came, I came for some fucking trivia and like an immersive experience. So then, so then. Wait a minute. We forgot the best part. The curtain lift. No, that's what happened next. <laughs> that's what happened next. And I was about to get there. Please. So. So the guy walks out and I was like, okay, whatever. And then immediately there's a light show. There's like, there's like a, like this dazzling light show over the curtain. Like the curtain turns blue, then it turns green, yeah. then it turns yellow. And it's synced up to whatever song they were playing. Yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it's synced up to Bullshit by Fred Durst. Um, <laughs> it's synced up to I Am All of Me by Crush 40. <laughs> Dude, I, I would actually love to make an edit of like the Cruella trailer set to... I am all of me. That that'd be really funny. Actually, it would kind of be, it would kind of be a heater. So I might do that now. Um, so it's it's synced up to music, and then 
and I look over. We both look at each other. We're like pog faced because like we've like like this is why you see a movie in like Hollywood. This is why you see a the. This is why you see a movie at the historic El Capitan Theater. Yeah, because because even the fucking you know like when you sit in an AMC or a Regal Cinema and they just have like a fucking stupid like roller coaster with popcorn. Yeah, the Regal roller coaster. The Regal roller coaster that looks like the Thunder Road film. Or the logo. or the or the absolutely atrocious AMC. Hey, here's our student film <laughs> Coke ads, which we talked about. I think right. Oh, absolutely yeah so so like so the like there's a real curtain you don't understand there's a real live curtain in front of the screen and it's not a curtain that parts side to side like drapes it lifts Oops. like a fancy woman's skirt mm -hmm. as she's about to run away it lifts like princess peach is lifting up her dress to do her dash yeah so it's like awesome so so it lifts and behind it is a screen, screen with a bunch of animals and a peacock in the center and then we're like, okay, that's kind of cool. That screen lifts so to reveal another screen. Screen that was just like a dazzle of like it's like stars, like yeah, diamond, diamond stars. stars and very like jewelry stuff. And that lifts up. And that's when you get to see the screen, screen. for the film. First trailer is for Luca. And mm. I walked out to get concessions at that point because I said I was going to get an icy and I was like, but I don't want to get it too early because I'll just fucking drink it all and, and it's going to, you know, like, and it'll melt by the time we get to the film. So I walk out for the for the trailer for Luca because I'm going to fucking see it. It looks it looks lovely. Mm. Um, So I walk out. Second trailer, some Jungle sort of like... Cruise. No, no, second trailer was some sort of like civil rights movie. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, or like, like a mo movie about like like music. It was Black Woodstock. Black Woodstock, thank you. Um, that was yeah. not the name of the movie. That's literally what it's about, though. Oh, I thought it was titled Black Woodstock. Like, no. it, like that it's about, like, the equivalent. It, well, it, it was a music festival primarily that was predominantly black artists that took place the same year as Woodstock. Oh, okay, that's and cool. That's why I just called it Black Woodstock. I mean, yeah, it sounds like a cool yeah. document. It sounds it like looks, a documentary. Uh, yeah. Apparently the footage has never been released before. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I, it looks. See that. I mean, it sounds great. Like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not shitting. It looks good. But then we saw Jungle Cruise. <laughs> we saw a trailer for Jungle Cruise, and and I saw this trailer and I had no reaction to it. Like it looked so painfully studio okay. driven and so painfully okay and so calculated. All the jokes were like clearly written by lab made screenwriter. It was made by like like a screenwriter who was born in a test tube. It, and 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 I just I fucking saw the trailer for it, and it, it looked... stars The Rock and Emily Blunt because of course it does. <laughs> yeah. it stars the most pleasantly aesthetic people you can think of who can deliver a mildly witty line in a pleasingly dry way. They don't genuinely have a dry sense of humor. They're just not good enough actors to deliver lines in really really comedic ways. So they get away with being dry-ish, and that makes the film okay and and so i saw the trailer for it and it looked like complete like mid as fuck crap and i said i gotta see that one because it's jungle cruise, cruise. it's fucking disney having a terrible idea Would i you think you dude can i be honest with you I think Jungle Cruise is a worse idea than Cruella. Oh, it's, it's it absolutely and i idea. and i thought that before <laughs> Cruella started for the record <laughs> No, when we both saw the trailer or the the poster for Jungle I was like, are you? I was like, are you? Kidding? I remember I deliberately pointed it out to you. I'm like, Miles, you have to be kidding me, right? No, you you said they are officially out of ideas. <laughs> yes, they are officially out of ideas. That they made Jungle Cruise. You know what they need to make is Space Mountain. 
Like, just a cool, like, space movie about a mountain in space on another planet that they find. Yeah, I just... How about no more ride movies? How about we cut the shit out? No, we gotta do more ride movies, dude. I want nothing but ride movies. I want Big Thunder Mountain, dude. (laughs) I love Thunder Mountain. It's a great ride. That's a great ride, dude. Well, we need... That's a great ride because it's, like, fast and fun, but it's not scary. (laughs) It's not scary, and it's also, like, really aesthetically simple. It's it's, it's like Ocarina of Time. Yeah. It's, like, like aesthetically simple. Like, Splash Mountain is really fun and racist, and it's really scary (laughs) at the end. (laughs) Yeah, and based. Splash Mountain is is Disney's most based based ride. Uh... So, <laughs> yo, that's all I got for that. Song, song in the yeah, South, yeah. It's it's so it's 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 scary at the end, and then Space Mountain is just scary throughout because you're in the fucking dark, and and you're in space, and and the fucking track is so close that if you put your hand up, it'll fucking take it off. Oh, dude, yeah. It's just not. It's just not, dude. I just can't with most. I'm not a big roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? No, I don't, because I'm a huge roller coaster guy, dude. Um, but I will absolutely, I, I, I will shill out, dude, for Jungle Cruise. I, you know, I went on Jungle Cruise. I went on the Jungle Cruise with my, with my ex girlfriend. Now hold on. Okay, we'll get to this real quick. The Jungle Cruise, just to make sure, like, I'm thinking of the same ride. Animatronics. Or 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 real animals. I'm pretty sure it's animatronics. Okay, that I've been um, on this too. But but the the thing about it is that like you have like a captain named Skipper, I think. Yeah. On it, and Skipper is like a pasty white teenage boy who is like clearly a stand up comedian who has like the daddiest dad sense of humor I've ever fucking seen. Of course, so they do. so he's making like these like shit jokes, and he's like 24, and and I remember looking to my ex girlfriend and I said, I need this job. Because I am Skipper, dude. I am absolutely Skipper, and he just like makes fun of people on the boat. Like he'll he'll just be he'll just be like he'll just be like yeah. So uh, so the the female praying mantis, you know, eats uh eats the head of her her uh you know of her of her mate. Like we'll point to like an old couple, yeah. and I'll just be like yeah, she knows what I'm talking about. Like and and he'll just like he'll just make these stupid jokes. <laughs> Or or he'll he'll just like make a terrible pun about an elephant and be like nothing that's funny like just like just this like like red letter media anti humor that I'm just like I need to be Skipper dude so unfortunately Skipper in this film is Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Johnson when it should have been fucking like you it should have been me it should have been like Bo Burnham or John Mulaney like someone someone like so milk toast and pathetic. That that they can't be Skipper, but Dwayne the Rock Johnson is is a good choice if you're trying to rip off Jumanji. Uh, yeah, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is a good choice if you want to make money, <laughs> which well, they do. Well, what's funny too is like Dwayne the Rock Johnson has never been in a good film, like never been in a truly good film. He's been in fun movies. What are you talking about? He's been in Fast and the Furious Seven. I do like the Fast and the Furious movies, but like he's he's never been in like a prestigious film, right? No. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger has been in a lot of like like fucking classic critically acclaimed films like action movies most of them but he's been in the terminator which is an iconic fucking role he's been in uh you're telling me the game plan isn't like a critically acclaimed rock movie the pacifier um the tooth fairy yeah the tooth fairy yeah like like again you know you have like all these like a predator from arnold schwarzenegger yeah but he's he's not a good actor but he's in like these these roles where just his pure charisma gets him through it. And Dwayne the Rock Johnson is jo- Dwayne the Rock Johnson is the exact same. Yeah, where he just gets through movies based on sheerly being like liked by everyone. Hmm. 
Everyone yeah. loves Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and I don't know why I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I just know I do because he seems lovely. He just seems like a cool dude. Yeah, that's yeah. why I like him. Yeah, exactly. And so like, I want to cast him in the villain of the cra- villain as the cr- in the Crazy Taxi movie though. Oh, that would be awesome. Dude. Yeah. No, he should be the Crazy Taxi Driver. Well, no, so so BD Joe is played by Kevin Hart. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. I just feel like Kevin Hart would be like a perfect BD Joe. Dude, getting them back in a movie though, like cuz they were in Jumanji too. Like that shit's Yeah, it would be money. like cool to get a, get them as a pair. It'd be fun though because Rock would be like a villain yeah. character. And also I think Dwayne the Rock Johnson can play a great villain. I mean, look at wrestling. <laughs> look yeah. at like the every what everybody loved him for. Yeah, that he was a great heel. Yeah. Um so, but Jung Cruise looks like a terrible time, and I am here for it because I love seeing bankrupt Disney, dude. Like there, there is an aesthetic. There is a specific aesthetic that I call bankrupt Disney. Bankrupt which, Disney from the folks that brought you Punish Snake. It's bankrupt <laughs> Disney. Bankrupt Disney. A mouse robbed of his creativity. <laughs> So, like, Bankrupt Disney is, like, the black hole with Ernest Borgnine <laughs> and, and Home on the Range. <laughs> dude, I went to the fucking theater to see Home on the Range, dude. I did, too. I did, too. Dude, you know what? I also went to the fucking theater to see Barnyard. Why did I keep getting taken to these fucking farm movies? It was, it's the, it was the trend before Jungle. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is a real thing because Charlotte's Web also had like a big live action remake at the time. With you know the what Florida else did? Was Chicken Little, which was like, was in like a barn town. Dude, what's with the fucking farm <laughs> shit? What the fuck was everyone up on farms in the mid 2000s? I don't know. Farms were they were back, dude. They were dude, the farms were based in the mid two thousand. You know what it might be, and this is gonna sound so fucking stupid. You know, but you know what it might be that nine eleven just happened. <laughs> what is more American dude, than farms, dude, dude? Dude, I love the fact that like with a barnyard <laughs> would not exist without nine eleven. <laughs> Barnyard 9-11 blocks so Barnyard could run. Dude, Dude, I was looking at, I remember once I was, uh, my brother was giving me shit because I was looking, I was creating, I was looking for video ideas. And one of the ideas I had was to, was video games altered because of (laughs) 9-11. That's a good idea. Like game, like games are canceled or altered because of 9-11. And the one I found that I, that was most interesting was Spider-Man 2 Enter Electro, (laughs) where the final boss takes place on the twin towers, but they remove, but they changed it. So they're connected and they have like, like they're like cross shaped on it. To look not quite like the twin towers. Yeah, now it's the the one the the the, the one tower. The only child tower. The twin split tower. The twin who ate their twin in utero Bro tower. tower. <laughs> so I was like, dude, I but the cut but the nine eleven cut of Spider Man two exists, and I want to play it. Yeah, you can emulate it pretty easily. I'm, I'm, sure. I'm sure I'd have to find I'd have to find if someone has leaked the nine eleven cut <laughs> of. <laughs> Dude, you want to talk about movies? Or you want to talk about movies that were altered because of 9/11? Zack Snyder's whole career. 
was altered because he was inspired by 9-11. Is that true? Yeah, no, 9-11 was a big, like, inspiration for his idea of, like, tragedy. Oh, okay. Um, You know what else was a video game altered by... Yeah, that by... actually makes a lot of sense now that you say that. You know what else was a video game altered by 9-11? Drakengard. Because <laughs> Nier came out because of 9-11. Dude, I can't... Dude, no, Yoko Taro... There's nothing more Yoko Taro than Yoko Taro being inspired by 9-11. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. So... So I guess now the new the new trend in the wake of a world that honestly got over it. <laughs> no one cares about 9-11 anymore. The most forgotten about tra like I think 9-11 and the Titanic are the most memed tragedies. No one gives the, a shit. Nah, bro, the Hindenburg's the most memed. <laughs> the tragedy. Hindenburg because the least people amount of people died. The Hindenburg's funny, bro. You, Hindenburg watch, you watch that thing go up in flames, and you know, I just start laughing. Dude, it's hysterical. <laughs> no, what's funny about the Hindenburg too is that is that the fucking oh the humanity quote is from that. Oh, <laughs> like the radio broadcast. Damn, I didn't. I didn't know that. There were, dude, dude. There exists this like, like you know, back in the day when we were in like primary school and junior high and stuff. You know, you, occasionally you'd walk into class and you'd see it, the TV on cart. Yes, and you know that you're in for an easy class period. I remember once my in eighth grade history class, um, we learned about the Hindenburg disaster and we watched like a DVD like like a, a educational dvd about the hindenburg and it was like the most cheesiest thing ever and it was like a guy in a castle and it was so crazy and the guy was like the hindenburg <laughs> like the it was like the the most um the most fatal aircraft like like <laughs> balloon aircraft tragedy <laughs> or something. like he was just so like verbose and like corny and it was great because it was about the hindenburg and like real people died <laughs> hi i'm todd mcfarland what would you do if you, you got into a dirigible <laughs> if you got into a dirigible that seemed perfectly safe but something was amiss you smelled something wrong was it someone who passed wind was it perhaps oil no it was the distinct smell of gasoline that's not right this thing flies via fire does it not hi I'm Todd McFarland. <laughs> so turn out your turn gas stove. <laughs> turn out your gas, dude. Turn um, out your lights, bro. So so okay, so I guess I guess we had uh we had we had an era of 9-11 inspired barn movies. And the new we're era over it. Yeah, we're over it, which means that the new era, we gotta find something new. And now the new era of garbage children and children's entertainment from Hollywood, from from uh, from the assholes of Disney right to you is Dwayne the Rock Johnson stars in Jungle oh. Film. Jungle, jungle Film? In Jungle might, Film! Dude, it might as well be called Jungle Film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jungle Film. Starring Emily Blunt. Starring Emily Emily Spliff as as fucking white bitch. I gotta say Emily Bond. <laughs> em Emily Weep. <laughs> As fucking white bitch. So I gotta say though, I do like seeing the, the politically incorrectness of like, cause people are, are mad about like that era of like pith helmet Englishmen going into like tribal areas or like other people's and just like stealing their shit. Yeah. Like people look pretty negatively now on, on like the entire like Egypt raids and all that by these white people in pith helmets. So I kind of love seeing that again, being like, oh, Disney doesn't fucking know. They haven't figured it out yet, dude. They're not like aware of like, of like the minutia of cancel but culture. But this doesn't star white people. It stars Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Wamen. 
and yeah, and women, which makes don't which is, don't worry, she's don't worry that she's white. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't don't worry that she's a white woman who is who is her entire character arc is that she really really wants to go on an adventure that involves stealing other people's cultural artifacts. Don't even worry about it. This is feminism. So, so like. It's it's just funny because there's all these like minutia of cancel culture. Like corporations know, okay, gay characters, fine. Mm. People like gay characters. Let's put a David Bowie character into Cruella. That's fine to do. Like, you know, but you don't you don't do this, you don't do this one, you don't do this. Like there there are there are certain things you just don't fucking do. What are you yeah. where, where the grab fuck are you? Grab a fucking beer. I'll grab you the fucking Oh no, I'm I'm talking. You're right. You're right. Uh can you fill up my water too? While you're yeah, right? of course. All right, thanks. He's my bitch cuz he lives here. He's got no fucking choice. Did you just pull out two cores lights, fuck, dude? You don't have to call me out like that. I am though. This is live. I am the law. <laughs> you are not the law, dude. I'm the law. This is my apartment. I'll fucking lob your head off. With a lobber. With a fucking trebuchet. Hey, fill out. Fill out more. Fill out more. What is this, prohibition? Nah, bro, this is a fucking... This is communist Russia, dude. We gotta ration, bro. We gotta ration our water, dude. We gotta ration. That didn't fucking come up on a mic at all. Christ. <laughs> Alright, anyways. So... Uh, like, there's the minutia of cancel culture that, that people don't know about. They're like, okay, gay characters are fine. You don't want to have a white savior narrative. Yeah. But then there, are, there's, like, the little things that that you, that you don't want people to know. Like, um, you know, you don't you don't have a black character be, like, the only black character be excessive comic relief. You want them to be a, a little more of a starring role. Like, you don't have, like, Chris Tucker in The Fifth Element anymore. Yeah. Um. So there's all these like minutia that like Hollywood people haven't caught on to yet, and it's always really fun to see. Yeah, it's always really fun to see the fucking Hindenburg disaster uh, that like that this fucking movie is gonna bring up about cultural appropriation and colonization and the Jungle Cruise. That we're gonna get discourse around Jungle Cruise. So so that's gonna be really fucking amusing. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get some fucking Jungle Cruise discourse. That waveform looks fucking disgusting. <laughs> Welcome to the I know show. it's an audio only program, but like it, I've never seen a wave like a, like a like a like a human speech waveform look quite like that before. It looked heinous. Anyways, movie finally. Cruella, huh? Movie finally starts. Now I'm fucking jazzed to see Cruella because it looks fucking goofy as shit. It yeah. looks it looks like it's gonna be fucking stupid. Movie starts. Baby is born. I'm. I told Sam. I'm excited. I'm excited for the, for the first shot of the movie. I'm always excited for the first shot of the movie because the first shot of the movie tells you everything you need to know. Yep. Fucking terribly angled flat shot of a baby being born. Of a yeah, of a woman giving birth. And I was like, Ooh! Ooh! Uh, and so then I noticed that the baby has two toned hair yep. at birth. Yep, white and black hair down the middle. At birth. I was like, okay, it's dyed. Nope. Nope. She was born this way. Um, she was born brilliant, bad, and, and a, a little, little mad. And so, like, I'm I'm like, dude, th this is going to be it, dude. I'm so excited. And then the movie was fine. It was okay. It was a 5 out of 10. It was perfectly fine. It wasn't as funny as I wanted it to be. There was some stuff about it I liked. There was some stuff about it that I had no reaction to. It was fine. 
just like, like a nothing movie, dude. Like we went and saw it, and it's like fine. It's like fine. Her and her like chuckle fuck friends are fine. I I like the villain in the movie. Who's this fucking just stupid bitch? The girl, the movie's very anti-girl boss. Yeah, well, well, you said that, and I was like, "There's no way it's gonna be like super pro girl boss." It's actually like, no, being a girl boss is a terrible thing. Like, it's good to be brilliant, it's good to be ambitious, but like, you also have to be good to people. Yeah, and I was like, okay, fine message. It was very, it, it's hilariously anti-girl boss, which is funny. Um, yeah, now, can I spoil the movie for people? I don't think anyone cares okay, about Okay, I'm it. gonna spoil Cruella, so just in case you give a shit, skip, like, 45 <laughs> seconds, and... Fuck Christ. Um, so Cruella doesn't kill the fucking Dalmatians in the movie. No, of course not. Of course, I knew she wouldn't. They're fucking cowards. Dude, this is why I can't fuck with Hollywood anymore. They're fucking cowards. They don't do anything... Bold, brilliant, bad, bad and a little bit, mad. Yeah, a little bit bad and mad would have been killing the fucking Dalmatians, slaughtering the Dalmatians to opera music, of course. Of course, like I, I, I you see it in your head. You know how the scene goes. Um, but uh, they had no more girl bosses. They fucked it up. They made Maleficent. They got out too early. So they hired this. They hired this man. They hired a male to direct this girl boss film named David Gillespie. And thank God David Gillespie did it because because he probably because it's an anti-girl boss movie, probably because of him. No, I I mean the script was written however long ago, right? Like yeah. it was it Who was wrote it. I don't know. Dana Carvey was her name or something like that. <laughs> her name was Dana, which means it could have been a he. Like it could have been an all male. I've never met a male Dana before. Dana Carvey. He's an actor. Really? Yeah, he he oh, was that's on. Strange. I've like Dude, Dave, Dana Carvey was Wayne's like friend in Wayne's World. Garth. Oh shit! Really? That's yeah. Garth. Yeah, oh. Dana Carvey. Um, he also his brother made video toaster. That ain't good. The first editing program ever. Oh shit! I'm like I I huh, I've learned some new every day. I've never heard of well the the, the first like like consumer grade editing. Program. Oh cool. Was it was it uh, non linear editing? It was. Um, I mean it, it was it was an Amiga computer card. God, this is such like a fucking nerdy discussion, dude. I'm talking about non linear <laughs> editing. Yeah. Well, I don't. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was like a, a like a. I believe it was like a live production thing. It was an Amiga computer. Oh, okay. Um, which had wipes and and things like that. Transitions mm. dissolves. So, um, yeah, yeah, I very famously uh, had like like this woman come out named Kiki Stockhammer, who uh, was like the I think she was like the company head or something like that, or like uh like the marketing company, and they just like made her do all these wipes. So like she would have to like come out in a fairy princess outfit, like with a magic wand, and bing like transition the thing or like she'd have to come out like dressed in like whatever like a yeah like they just made her fucking put on costumes and fucking film her because she was the only woman at this computer company for men so so david gillespie uh directed this film and it is a great insight into like what hollywood thinks women want which confirms what i think women want from being around enough women in social situations where most there's, where there's more let's, than let's, one let's women. say most no let's say all Fuck feminism. It's Pride Month. Women don't belong here unless you're a lesbian or a trans woman. Pride Month, baby! Everyone else sucks! Dude, I've always been, like... I've always been fascinated by the... The... The misogynist gay character. 
I, I think there is nothing funnier and more based than some guy who's like, dude, I don't even like it. Because that's the thing. Misogyny is fucking stupid, but it's especially stupid when straight men do it because they still want a bone. Yeah. But <laughs> no, like, but if you take that away... And then it's, it's like pure. I'm not even sexually satisfied. It's it's pure female hatred. It's just like I want none of this, dude. Ma- like gay male misogyny is like because that's the thing. Like there is no such thing as true misogyny because you still want a wife and you still want a bone. Yeah, it's just that like what- you faker, you fakers, you can't commit losers. Yeah. Losers. Pathetic losers. Hetero-misogynists hetero are losers. Hetero-misogynists are losers. Homo-misogynists are based winners, dude. Like, that's just a fucking fact. Like, if, if you hate women and you're fucking gay, okay. you're a king. If you hate women and you're fucking straight, you're a liar. You're, you're, you're a, a liar. liar and a loser and nobody likes you. Not only are you a liar, a loser, and nobody likes you, but also you're a fucking failure to the species. <laughs> because you... You can't even like women enough. You can't even pretend to like women enough to propagate like with them. Because that's the best part about being like a male misogynist. Well, not the best part. It's technically the worst part. Is that like their women aren't gonna want you ever. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. and you still want them because you still want a bone and you still want the emotional comfort that a mom figure brings in your life that someone who isn't your mom brings by pretending to be your fucking mom. Yeah. So like so, like, you still want a bone. It's just that you can't do it well enough to propagate the species. You can't pretend to like women enough just to have a kid, just to continue the Chris Redfield the bloodline. bloodline. So, so like, you're still, you're just a fucking, like, failure on all levels to the human race. Like, being just a male misogynist makes you, uh, across the board, an F-tier thing. An F-tier bio... <laughs> an F- bio mutant. <laughs> an, an, an F-tier, uh... What am I trying to say? An F tier Homo sapien, like just a, a fuck, a fucking F tier <laughs> biological the species. All rank higher than you, and they died, and they all died of forehead cancer. They all died of big forehead cancer, dude. So, so that's that's that. Um, but like <laughs> with with fucking Cruella, like you have all these males in like directing and helming the film. And, and it's just it's just fucking funny. It's just so funny, like that you all, that you have like male producer, male director, male screenwriter assisting possible female, possible male Dana screenwriter, um, and 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 then it's just like, and and it's just like the, the movie is the most like corporate tested. Like, what do women like? Like, I I I, I like montage they like russian <laughs> filmic tech editing techniques called montages they like licensed music and for a second let me just say that gang around the 20 minute mark i'm just sitting in my seat and i'm thinking to myself just silently huh this movie's got a lot of music <laughs> and then another 25 minutes go by and i'm like Fuck, there's been like five or six more songs. And about an hour and a half into the movie, I would go to Miles and say, Miles, this movie is too much music. No, it was an hour. It wasn't even an hour and a half. You didn't make it to the you didn't even make it halfway hour. through the film. It all blurred together for me. That well, it's funny because like again, 
there was a point in which you leaned over and you said, dude, this is Reservoir Dogs core. And I was scared because I was like, dude, does Sam love this movie? No, no. It played um, one of the tracks from Reservoir Dogs, which is Reservoir Dogs core inherently. That's fair. That's fair. Um, um, yeah, but like literally, I think there are two scenes without any music. And most of the music is is licensed songs or remixes of licensed songs. Like they had a, a like a remix of "Come Together" by the Beatles. Yeah. Like they had a they had a, a licensed song remix of of like some fucking like vaudeville kind of song. Yeah. Like there's just licensed there's licensed music over everything. There's there's a scene in which a fucking dog takes a shit on the curb and there's licensed music over it. Um, <clears throat> the soundtrack must be forty songs long. It's got to be forty or more. Yeah. So, so we're we're sitting here. There's already too much music in this fucking film. We're just sitting here watching, watching what is essentially a music video with dialogue over it. Um, and there and there's like some stuff in the movie I like. Like I'm not, I I don't. If here's the thing. Here's here's a secret about me. I like to I like to over exaggerate how much I hate things, but it's just because I want to hurt people. If I think that something I'm gonna say isn't gonna hurt You're someone, so mean. Dude. I know. I know. I know. I, well, that's that's the Majora's Mask meme until I realized that I bought into the meme too much and I just became a huge dick about it. Um, but like, no one is gonna be hurt by Cruella, so like, I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you because like, here's the thing: when you say something to hurt people because it's funny, it's comedy. <laughs> but you can always like renege and say, no, here's what I really think. Yeah. Like, but like, if you say something's fucking garbage to be comedy that challenge that opinion's never going to be challenged yeah so so i gotta be real because i don't like the idea of someone like taking some misinformation bullshit i don't think we've said the movie's fucking garbage though no exactly like i'm gonna keep it but but the reason i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it real with people is to actually say i i actually had mostly like i would say that i was more positive on the film than i am negative i think it's okay um I, I mean, did I did I did I have like a not great experience? Yeah, was it because the movie was not great? Like 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 this like bad thing? No, it's not the movie's fault. It's yeah. the fucking context. It's the fact that I had to be here. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, that that's the thing. If if you if if I saw Cruella on a plane, I would be like, yeah, that was fine. Yeah, of course. like I, I feel the same way about Detective Pikachu. Like, there are certain things where I was, where it's just the context because I was excited about Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Um. So, but so well, you wanted the movie that it just was not. Yeah, well, I, I the thing about it is that even the movie we got, I think, is like mid. Like, it is. It's super fucking mid. Um, and, and then the same thing with Cruella. I was hoping Cruella would be hilarious, but there was one moment I laughed at, and I was the only one in the theater yeah. laughing. Now, let me be clear here. Now, throughout the theater, there were definitely a couple of what I can only describe as you know some some like some like you know, normie humor that I heard get a few chuckles here and there. yeah some like Avengers level jokes you know I'm not I I can't even really say that just like you know whatever that people will you know would go to laugh on I'll be like, all right all right all right I respect it I respect it I'm not laughing right now but I respect it and then, and then it just there's a shot in the movie where um uh, Beavis and Butthead are are trapped in the fucking prison are trapped in the jail and uh Corella who's uh. <laughs> Uh, tries to break them out and throughout the film uh, she's a thief with beavis and butthead and uh there and she makes their disguises for stealing and shit so she's in a disguise in a garbage in like a garbage truck and it does a zoom in on her and she's wearing a fucking mustache <laughs> a fake mustache a fake mustache and and i just start fucking laughing <laughs> and, and that had to be a thing that they thought would be funny 
like they it's clearly supposed to be a joke but nobody laughed except you and you laughed really like that was the hardest laugh out of the entire theater the entire film yeah because i thought it was so fucking funny because i just i wasn't prepared for it and i was like this is so stupid and it's clearly a joke like yeah. they they weren't like people are gonna take this so seriously yeah they're gonna, they're gonna cry the whole movie has a very like kind of batshit fun uh tone to it that Work. It's got a brilliant bad and a little bit mad sorry Tony. Yeah, it's kind of got saying? a brilliant bad and a little bit mad tone. Like it's I think that's the big thing about the film is that for me I couldn't be mad at it because it wasn't like taking itself so seriously that it was like painful. Yeah, no, I don't think that at all. I just I <laughs> But but that was one of those moments where I was like even by the tone of this movie, this is silly. Like this is like this is insane. That they put that they gave her a fake mustache and that Emma Stone agreed to wear this this fake and I need you to understand it was like a Mario mustache like like it was like a full ass like lip covering Mario it mustache. was pretty it was pretty legit it was pretty legit yeah pretty thick fucking caterpillar mustache and so and and the shot is like she has this intense look in her eyes because she's about to ram she's about to do the I'll be back and ram into the police station with her garbage truck yeah but she just has a fake mustache and so and the funny part too is that a fucking this bitch this actual hoe comes into like and I say I like there are sometimes which you can only describe a person as a bitch, bitch. or a hoe yeah like like where where they actually do something fucking hoeish like. Like where I'm like you can't do this. Like you, you know how like there there are sometimes in which you actually like when when I'm talking about like some gamer who's saying something, I actually have to call them a lunatic or a fucking moron or, yeah. or just speedrunner. Like into a speedrunner derogatory. Like like there, there are derogatory. Yeah, there there are times yeah. in which in which like again like like misogyny is lame as we've said, but like the Applebee's waitress is a bitch. Like that's just fact. Because yeah. because she's not being a bitch, she just fucking does something so stupid that you're like, you fucking bitch. bitch. So like, so this fucking hoe comes up to us like during during what if I was is the act too low point? Yeah, if I was really emotionally invested in the film and this act too low point, like I would be fucking gripped because that's yeah. what an act too low point is supposed to do. I, it's not. I don't know the scene itself isn't gripping but like i understand movies enough to know like this is the point in which someone would be riveted and she fucking comes up to a row and goes hey can i just make sure everyone's wearing their masks and it's like i'm vaccinated ho yeah this is oh dude real 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 quick let me just let me just talk about this because i too am fully vaccinated post two weeks and the cdc has told me that I no longer need to wear my mask outdoors or indoors if I'm fully vaccinated. Which means, which means, Miles, that the CDC, who everybody's trusted up until this point, everybody on Twitter who gets glot up, up tweets and good votes, trust the CDC. They're telling me I'm fully vaccinated. If I don't gotta wear my mask, that means I ain't gonna pass shit to other people. Fuck that bitch! Don't ignore me. I'm, I'm, I've, I've gone, I've gone from yeah, sure, I'll wear my mask to extremely hard anti-vax. Fuck that shit! I can't pass it to you. I can't fucking harm you. Don't make me wear this shit. 
I, I wear a mask around the city because the city because it smells heinous here. <laughs> it's disgusting. Um, and I also just like to wear the mask just because it's like I don't want to. I never want to like walk into an establishment it's and pretty liberal. It's good optics here. Yeah, well, no, I never want to walk into a, an establishment and they'll be like, "Hey, can you just put your mask?" Oh, on? I'll put like, it on before I walk into an establishment just because I don't. I I'm just I cannot be inconvenienced by that conversation. Yeah, I don't want to deal with it. So like for me. I, 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 I wasn't wearing the fucking mask during the movie because I got fucking M&M's to eat. I got yeah. a fucking ice yeah, exactly. to drink. I got, I got fucking my Slurpee. I got my bottled Coke, which, by the way, I'm just going to say it. Bottled Coke's disgusting. <laughs> I'm at the point now, if I get to a place and it serves bottled Coke, I'm like, no. Fuck no. Um, ridiculous. Cannot believe they don't have fucking fountain drinks. Literally un- unbelievable. But the... <sighs> but, like, we're sitting in the movie. The movie's been going. Everybody's fine. Everybody's happy. Everybody's enjoying the movie. Everybody's fine. Why I gotta come in here and be a fucking hoe, you know? Yeah. Like, and and, and I'll say this much. Well, it was especially funny to me about the theater-going experience that we were fucking ribbing on this film. We, like, we thought the whole audience was like, this is a fucking clown show. Like, every, like it's they're, they're all gonna think it sucks. Yeah. And, like, everyone liked the movie, more or less. Basically. Like, like, we walked out, and everyone was like, yeah, that was worth seeing. And I was like, I mean, I guess, yeah. Like, I'm glad you liked it. Oh, I don't think it was, like, worth seeing. No, like, I, I, was, I was just like, I'm like, yeah, I mean, you know. I think it was worth seeing at the historic El Capitan. I don't think it was worth seeing at Oh, yeah, the- that was a fun experience. I'm glad I... I'm glad we did it because it's really funny, and I'll have this story to re- re- look back on. The time you got trafficked to the historic, historic El Capitan. Capitan to go see Cruella, Disney's Cruella, featuring the immersive Cruella, Cruella experience. experience. Like that—that's what—that's what's funny about it. But like the movie itself, if I saw that at like an AMC, I would have walked out and been like, "Yeah, all right, <laughs> yeah, whatever, yeah. what, whatever." I, I think I and again I think it's because we also do this show yeah. that we have content for it. Um and we I, also walk to the fucking comedy store. Well, I, there is one more thing on, oh, on Corella we gotta talk about, which is that after we got out, there's a Corella poster. We took a photo in front of it, and I knew I couldn't take a normal photo. So I channeled my inner cuck and I and I whipped out the fattest soy face I could ever fucking make. So uh, my mouth was a jar to to a point in which I looked like a fucking venomous snake. <laughs> my mouth was about to come on fucking done from the, my muscle tissues because I was doing the fattest. He was soy so face. soy, dude. Did so I, soy. I was I was I was mucho soy, dude. So like so and I'm sitting. I do the soy guy thumbs up. Yeah. Like I, all I needed was a futurist female shirt, dude. It's all I needed. And and I just, I fucking knew. I just, I fucking knew. Like, what a great meme ass picture would be to do the soy face next to the girl boss. Boss. Oh fuck, dude. Yeah, I, 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 I would recommend. It was a four out of ten. I would recommend Cruella, I guess. I don't know. See it if you're interested. I don't not like bad. movies, so I can. I, I, I'm not. I don't like movies, so I can't recommend like. I can't say if something's worth like, cause here's the thing: a it's, movie's gotta be like a movie's gotta be either dummy for me, like Hardcore Henry, or dummy good for it to be like a must-watch movie for me, right? I yeah, I, think I don't care about the medium. I think if you're interested in Cruella, it's not going to disappoint you. 
if you're not interested in Cruella, don't bother. It's like whatever. So fine. It's yeah. It's watch it's, it on AM ABC Family. Watch it on TNT. Months. Watch it on Freeform, dude. Yeah. What's oh, Disney? It, so it'll play on Freeform. It'll play on Freeform. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it on Freeform with commercials. <laughs> you're not gonna miss much. Dude. It'll take four hours. <laughs> Movie's so fucking long. It's too long. Um. Yeah. The we meme went to the Dodgers game. We did go to the Dodgers game. Oh, I mean, to finish the comedy store store. Oh, they were yeah. closed. Well, yeah, we went to the comedy store and they were booked at the door. Uh should have looked into that in advance. Uh my B. My B. Uh so I just want to point out, if you think like, all right, we come on the podcast, we have a good time. Yeah. Right? Every now and then we bool about a game and, and I get mad and you get mad. Everyone gets mad. mad. Everyone gets brilliant, bad. bad a little. Bad. I guess we have to explain that's 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 like the line of the film. Yeah. That's like that's all, like that's like the T-shirt line. She's, yeah. You said you called it a T-shirt moment. Yeah. Where, where you know that's going to show up on like a T-shirt at yeah. like Disney and like a six year old is going to wear it. <laughs> There are, there are some times in which like I saw I saw a t-shirt the other day yeah. that was literally just like a picture of the Among Us characters and it just said sus on top of it in these big fucking letters and it was like the Among Us guy but like there was like a little like little sweat drops like were behind his head like an anime character I'm Mr. Imposter I'm Mr. Sus I'm Mr. Wait, it's I'm Mr. Betrayal. I'm Mr. Among Us. <laughs> oh my god. We also played one game of Among Us. Amogus. Amogus. <laughs> and uh, you lost. <laughs> you, you epically failed because uh no i did not epically fail yeah your I, partner let you down that's how you epically failed you i mean you you were the <laughs> you were the imposter and you didn't kill everyone you epically failed no i didn't here's my thing your partner just let you down here but was, you still epically failed here was the problem that everyone was grouped up and so the the imposter made a very smart decision which was to do a stack kill right that, which is to do a stack kill i saw them kill and then i killed immediately within the stack and, and that was that. And then this fucking guy goes, I don't like, so I, I got accused of it. I, my, what I should have done is I should have, the moment that I got called in, been like, black self-report, and everyone would have believed it. Um, but, like, because I was purple. Yeah. Um, I was Josuke with the, with, the, with the pompadour, the Josuke pomp. So, so I'm, I'm, I, I, I got fucking called out, and I, I, I just made a bad move. I should have fucking said, hey, this was a self-report. Believe me called it a fucking day um but i didn't i got fucking i got fucking voted out um, do you want me to tell you the most chaotic shit i've ever done in like one of those in like among us in among us where like i basically i fucked up dude like i i fucked up really bad and it was in a situation where just like i outed myself as the imposter just like made a mistake and i got back to the deliberations and it was like yeah dude sam's clearly the fucking Imposter. No, I was playing Push the Button, which is a very similar game from Jackbox. I was like, yeah, Sam's clearly the alien. I'm like, yeah, dude. I'm like, yeah, Jacob, we gotta give it up. It's over, dude. And just like, not not my partner. Just <laughs> that goes that that's like I just love dropping nukes like that, dude. Because when you're outed like that, you could just be an asshole. Yeah. 
It's it's not cool to do it in Amo- an Amogus, which yeah. is a text-based game. That's fun to do it in and push the button. And push the button because you can you you have to figure out who everybody is because you only get one chance to send them out, and if you fail, then the game's over and you just lose. Um, where in Among Us you get multiple rounds of that. Yeah. So it wouldn't really work. It would only work on like lower. Like, it would only work with, like, smaller player counts. It would depend on the situation. But Yeah, no, like, it would work if there were four players left. Anyways, Amogus sucks, dick. Um... Amogus. Um, yeah, so again, the comedy store was closed. Uh, and, and again, we, we like to get on the show. We like to fucking bull. We like to say some stupid shit. Yeah. Um, and, and you might think, that's a fun show. It turns out, because we didn't, you know, we talk, of course, but, yeah. like, we didn't realize that this show was just our lives until we went to the Dodgers game and there was no microphone and there was nothing and we were just doing crack house content. We were just doing dumb crack house content at the Dodgers game. Yeah. Like we would, like we just did fucking stupid shit at the fucking game. Like we just bought crap that we didn't fucking need for the joke. Like, like I think I spent like $60 on snacks. Oh my God. I spent... $19 and like 78 cents to buy one Kettle One and Vodka Lemonade Mix, which probably had maybe a shot and a half worth of vodka. What was funny is you were like, this better be the best fucking drink ever. And then you drank it and you were like, I'm going to get another. I mean, it was good. I mean, it was not $19 good, but I really wanted another one, and I didn't care. We also got a ballpark Dodger dog, Dodger chili cheese dog, which was the most, like, like hysterically, like, gross thing to eat ever. I mean, it tasted okay. It tasted, like, okay, but it was like, how can I eat this? It's falling apart in my mouth. I couldn't finish it because it fell, it mushed into an amalgam. Now I'm like, I don't have a fork. I can't eat it this It mushed anymore. into an amogus in your hands. And it mushed into an amogus, and I'm like, I would just have to <laughs> scoop up. I'd have to just scoop up this chili cheese bread mix with my hands at this point. I did manage to eat the whole thing, and it tasted fine. Yeah. It tasted fine. I will- that was my first time eating a burger, or I'm sorry, eating a eating a eating a a hot dog. By the way, that was my first ever hot dog, and yeah. I couldn't even fucking taste the hot dog. I don't even know what a hot dog tastes like, dude, because it was I, it was it mixed so easily with the fucking meat and cheese and bread, dude. You know what I will say, and and I think I think this is a fucking testament to like the fact that I've been eating better lately. Yeah, because I fucking eat like garbage. Like I used to eat like fucking garbage. I ate so much fucking trash at the baseball game. I was fine. Like, I was fucking fine. I expected to be, like, nauseous or something. Yeah. Like, no, I was fine. And I think it's just because, like, I've been healthier and my body's not, like, fuck yeah. this again. So, like, I had, like, nachos. I had a fucking chili cheese dog. I had a Oh, fucking... yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We gotta talk about the nachos for a second. <laughs> yeah, we do have to talk about the nachos. Because, because, so... So around this, so we sit down, so we get our, we get our, we get our, our Sonic, because we were Sonic at the baseball game, we wanted to get our, our chili cheese dog. And I, that's how I pitched it to Sam, I was like, Sam, we gotta be Sonic. And we get our chili dog, our chili cheese dog. So we eat our chili cheese dog, and they're alright, it's fine. So we sit down, we watch the first inning, Dodgers, by the way, for this game, we went on the June 2nd game to, to dox our location five days ago. Yeah. Um... <laughs> 
Dodgers fucking killed. They scored 11 runs in the first inning. It was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it was a fun game. They it got cool a grand slam. It was amazing. Um, but around the second inning, uh, Cardinals went back up to bat and we're like, all right, you're going to get, we're going to get Nacho. So we get in line and we wait like, you know, about five minutes. We missed the, the entire Cardinals top of the second. And we get to in front, and you're like, yeah, I'm just looking to get um, some nachos with just some cheese on them. And you're, she's like, sorry, we can't do that. You know, that fucking hoe-ass bitch, <laughs> yeah, right? Ho, ho shit. Ho yeah, shit. Yeah, shit. You know, we can't do that, you know? And it's like, okay. So it's like, that's weird. So then we sit, go go back, and we sit down in our seat, and I got another drink. Um, and then we just start looking around us. <laughs> and everybody around us just has nachos with cheese and jalapeno on the side and we're like what the fuck do you get those yeah because yeah i i they had like meat like and they had and here's the thing it was like street meat i already ate a ballpark chili cheese dog prepared by a 17 year old yeah who might or might not have either coronavirus or hepatitis b yeah like i i did not want a fucking chance that shit I didn't want to fucking chance it. So I'm not going to eat more ballpark meat. I'm not doing it because that's how you fucking die, dude. Yeah. That's how you fucking get, end up Julie and the Phantoms, which, by the way, I, I have to talk about something that isn't related to our L.A. trip that is based as fuck and is kind of Cruella related because there was one thing else I forgot to talk about, but we'll get to that after What's the Dodgers Julie shit. and the Phantoms? I'll get to that. All right. So, um, fucking, so we see... All these people. It's the entire crowd with fucking nachos with just cheese and jalapenos. And eventually I asked this woman, hey, where did you get that? And she was just like, oh, just back there. There's a second concession stand with nachos. And the one at the front sells meat, cheese, jalapenos, and pink shit. I don't even know what it is. Which other bullshit. Yeah. And then the one that's right by the stands sells fucking nachos and it just says <laughs> they sell it as a separate item plain nacho cheese helmet because it comes in a dodgers helmet yeah and i'm like i can't fucking believe this i can't believe that they wouldn't just give the other stand because this shit's pre-prepared yeah like I can't believe that they wouldn't just fucking give them one with just cheese and nothing else. This other stand got fucked because I, I guarantee, like, like again, this hoe shit. Like, I, resp I, I, you call her a hoe, but like, I actually, I feel fucking bad for her because she got fucking set up by the Dodger Stadium managers to fail. To fail. They set her up to fail because like people probably come up to her and like, hey, can I get a fucking boneless nachos and then like. <laughs> and so and she and she she has to be like sorry we only have bones and like <laughs> i just Everything I eat is boneless, dude. Everything I eat, like anything you could quantify as like boneless nachos. Like I only eat boneless nachos, right, dude? Yeah. I only eat boneless cheeseburgers. You know what I'm saying? Cheeseburgers don't share with boneless cheeseburger. Dude, those course lights are hitting you, dude. I can tell. So it's just like. 
So like, I I don't want to call her a hoe. She's not a hoe. I mean, I, I guess the movie theater woman is society isn't. made her a hoe. <laughs> yeah, the movie theater woman isn't a hoe per se. Because like, if she has to come in and enforce the mask policy, that's one thing. What makes her a hoe is that she came in at the act two low point at a, a pivotal scene in the film. That again, if I was loving this movie, yeah. I would have been fucking riveted and like. She has to do it at this fucking time. It's like she couldn't have done it at the part where the dog takes a shit. Like she couldn't have fucking done that. She couldn't have fucking come in during the 19th montage when all they fucking do is like, like, I don't know, raid the garbage or something that happens. I forget. I'm trying to, I forget like a non-pivotal scene in the film. The restaurant scene, I guess. I don't remember what you're talking about. The scene where she tells her like, to be a girl boss, you have to hate everyone. Oh yeah, yeah, fucking, you fucking terrible movie, dude. It's a terrible. <laughs> it's a terrible. I'm sorry. It's, I'm it's terrible to your sensibilities, though. Just like I don't want to fucking watch shit like that, dude. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I'm a. I'm a wee bro. I watch fucking anime. I watch fucking big titty bitches, bro. You know? Dude, is there any girl boss anime? I guess like there's a lot, but they're not like girl boss core, right? No, there is no girl boss anime. There are animes with girl bosses in them, but they're never like it's not girl boss core. Yeah, but it's funny because Cruella's not even that girl boss core. Like girl boss core is like it's not it's it's an anti girl boss movie. Yeah, girl boss core is like your no um what's like John Tucker must die. Or, like, The Other Woman starring Cameron Diaz. Or, like, what was that movie? What was that, like, revenge, like, like woman revenge movie from, like, last year? It's, like, her in a desert. And she, like, takes out all these guys. Apparently it was, like, a good movie. It was, like, an indie film. I forgot what it was called. Um... I mean, there's Promising Young Woman, which is not the film you're thinking of. No, that is definitely not the movie I'm thinking of. This was like a like a like a part like action movie. Yeah, like Promising Young Woman is action movie. Promising Young Woman is not a girl boss film. Um, Let me try to find out what the what no, we can't do this. We can't do it live. We can't do it. We can't do it live. It's it's not happening. Unfortunately, um, you just fucking slammed your phone down <laughs> in disappointment. Uh, come on and slam and welcome to the jam, baby. <laughs> so, so again, like. We're at this fucking, fucking baseball, baseball game. game. And and this woman was set up to fail by society. Society didn't want to see a strong woman succeed. So they told her, no, we're positioning you at the stand that only sells boned nachos. Dude, real quick. What is the, <laughs> what is the food that does not have bones that you would be most okay having bones in it? <laughs> You know what? I would be okay with with something having with with having bones. Yeah, I think <laughs> this is gonna sound fucking stupid. Uh, ice cream, because <laughs> then I I could it's just ba- like a popsicle or like an ice cream already so has like a drum. So you want a drumstick style? Yeah. So like it just is around a bone, <laughs> but. <laughs> But I could just I could just eat the ice cream and throw away the bone. Oh. Like that's the only right answer. Yeah, ice cream works. Corn. Honestly, if I can get like chili on a bone, I'd like that. That's kind of good. Yeah, if I, could, if I could hold it up, right, if it would hold form. Yeah, like a rib. Yeah. Yeah. 
corn and just replaces the cob with a bone. Mm. Yeah. It's not, I, I mean, I'm not going to give my whole corn thing that I gave that to you yesterday. You're the funniest food. Yeah. Well, I guess I have to explain it now. Um, that I think corn is the funniest food stuff. Like, not personal. I don't laugh when I think about corn. But if you wanted to talk about a food stuff with the most comedic potential, corn is the one. Miles, hold on. I have to ask you a question because you've been saying this since <laughs> you originally did this bit. And I do not what you mean by food stuff. So a food is a construction. A food a food is a very general term. Okay. Food is anything that can be eaten and is intent to be eaten. Um, but food can be uh, a mixture. Gotcha. I made gnocchi. And gnocchi is already a food. Like, because it's got potatoes in it, and then I put a sauce on it. Now, okay. That's a whole dish. That's a that's a whole food thing. Okay. A food stuff is a singular, like, object on the food pyramid. Banana. Banana is a food stuff. Apple. Food stuff. Potato. Food stuff. I see. Okay. Yeah. So a corn is a food stuff. Like, if, if it's just, like, naked on the food pyramid. Bean. Food stuff. But, like, chili with beans and, like, other stuff in it. That's a food. Food. Yes. So corn is the is the the food stuff with the most comedic potential. Mm. Because it's got historic context as maize. It's like it's one of the OG foods. It's 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 the fucking food that our great 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 great, great grandfathers ate. Yeah. Like corn is an OG. Corn has been around since forever. Corn doesn't digest, which means like if you're making like like Conker's Bad Fur Day, of course you're going to make some jokes about corn, right? Like corn, corn in your poop. That's like a joke. That's a very common joke. Um, that's in like every comedic movie with some toilet humor. And it's in like Austin Powers. Damn, dude, I don't eat corn, so I like didn't know this. Yeah, corn doesn't digest. So. I, I, damn, that's hysterical. That, exactly. Wait, does it really just appear in the toilet? Yeah, so that's the thing. Like corn just ends up lumped in. Like, you know. And uh, like, can you see it? Is it actually packed in? Yeah, it's so just that, visible. That's insane to me dude so that's what's funny about corn and that's why it's always in these movies like these dude bro films like if someone's taking like a dump in a movie yeah they'll be like oh man i like damn there's corn in this like you know it's just like one of those like bottom of the barrel jokes yeah like <laughs> that that shows up in american pie 7 oh bro dude are we gonna watch american pie girls rule that's probably a good girl. That's boss a good movie. girl boss film. Yeah, part five. Yeah, part five. Uh, go, go, uh, go, golden girls. Golden girls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Vento Bella is I think it's called. Like Bella is girl. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Italian. <laughs> Vento Bella, dude. So like, again, like so. So you have that, and then you have this historic context of like one of the most famous Mickey Mouse cartoons with the corn typewriter, where they mm. eat the corn on the cob. Ding. Then they go back. Like, uh, so it's like, it's like they're eating the corn like a typewriter, just <laughs> chomping it down. And then you have the new metal band, Corn, with a K, and that's funny. Yeah. And then, okay, and then if something is lame. It's corny. It's corny. And then you have the game Cornhole, which is a funny term because it also means. classic American game. It also means butthole. Like, if some, like to do it in someone's cornhole. And, and that's probably, you know, it's probably called Cornhole because, like, that's where corn comes out specifically. Like, when you don't digest the corn, True. the asshole is a cornhole. So, like, again, corn is the food stuff with the greatest comedic potential. It has the highest stand wheel potential stat. A in potential. Dude, it has an S. It, it goes beyond. Well, the no, the, beyond. No, S is not an official ranking. It's infinity. It goes from A to infinity. What? Yeah, there's no S. It just... 
so if you just if you just get a little bit beyond a you've entered infinity and yeah. you're just infinitely powerful yeah in like potential yeah damn i <laughs> okay like well yeah i think i think one of the fastest speed stands has a speed infinity <clears throat> stands are the stand stands are just stupid yeah they are the stand stats just don't fucking work but yeah, like, so we're at this fucking Dodgers game and literally the entire time we're just like, we're just being weebus and fuckhead. Yeah. Like, just like making stupid fucking jokes and like, and like, talk, like, I would just like lean over to someone in the crowd and just like say something fucking dumb. Yeah. Like, and, or we and would just be talking about like, we would just be talking about bullshit, like video game rap lyrics. Yeah, no, no rap lyrics that have video game references. Yeah. And all these different things, and or like, or like when they played some on the fucking organ. Yeah, they played like the athletic theme from Mario. That was fucking hype, dude. I actually fucking lost my mind when they. It was played awesome. The they theme. also played Tetris's theme. And what was the other game theme they played? Because they played three. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Mm, that's right. They played the Mortal Kombat theme. Yeah. Um, I was just waiting for on the the organ. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. <laughs> yeah, no, I I said they were gonna have to play Megalovania. Yeah, I um, wish. Yeah, they did not. But like, dude, the 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 studio, the the stereo at the. Here's the fun thing about baseball games, because I don't care about sports. Yeah. Um. And by the way, there's a couple things that I I need to die in this life. There's two things I need to die. Okay. okay. Two things. One, and I'm gonna I'm gonna save the second one because it's a whole rant, and I've already okay. made that rant to you. One, people who don't like sports saying sports ball, it's not funny anymore stop like i get it you don't like sports and all of the sports seem the same to you i don't like sports the reason i liked the baseball game the reason i got onto this fucking tangent is that baseball games are like fucking concerts they're they're like barely about the game it's about the events in the stadium they have like they have these like two women come out and and like like these two like charismatic like hosts like MCs basically yeah. come out and be like hey guys the on the teleprompter we're gonna go around and look at some crazy cool masks yep some that's crazy right. cool COVID masks or they'll be like it's dance party time show us your best dance moves so it's like half the time it's like what shit that happens on the teleprompter half the time you're going to the fucking baseball game to see what happens on the teleprompter Absolutely. and if you end up on the teleprompter and like. So that's the other half of it. And then the baseball game is like kind of kind of like you're not that invested in the game really because it's it's stop and go enough where like especially us because we're we're not baseball fans, especially where like we're, I mean obviously you're from the area, I'm not, but like I'm not a Dodgers fan, you're really not a Dodgers fan. So we just went, we just enjoyed good baseball. And here's the best thing about baseball, okay? You know something exciting happens when you hear because that means the bat hit the ball oh. and whatever you're fucking talking about your attention's back on the field it's just like boom yeah like it's great like you don't even have to pay attention to the game for most of the time you could just you'll the, the game by its nature tells you when something interesting happens yeah and then you tune back in so it's really fun to go to baseball games but like when i told people hey I'm, I'm going to the dodgers game i'm not like a big baseball guy but i just enjoy going to the baseball stadium there was only a, an eight hour period in which you could have had a conversation about going to the dodgers game we decided that afternoon to go so eight hours later who did you have a conversation with about the dodgers game i like i told someone like hey i'm heading to the dodgers game yeah. right now like on discord right? yeah what did they like, say and they were like oh i'm not a big fan of sports ball and i love this person 
I do. They're, but they should be shot. No, but the word sports ball needs to be shot. And what sucks is I had a fucking argument with my fucking ex-wife. <laughs> my ex-girlfriend that I that I never got over. I genuinely never got over this. There are two arguments I had with my ex-girlfriend I never got over. I'm not going to tell the other one because it's like, it, it's so specific that it'll like... It'll, <laughs> it's so problematic. No, it's so specific that like, it'll like, I, I want... I want them to have some anonymity. Mm. And like I like anyone who I've told this story to, I don't want them to like know. Yeah. Like I want my ex-girlfriend, like, despite what happened between us, absolutely deserves her privacy, her comfort, yeah, and, and a good life. And and that's and so I, I don't like to do anything like on the podcast that'll like other than just being like my fucking ex-girlfriend, because that's funny. <laughs> yeah. But like at the end of the day, I really just I just want good things for of them. Of course. Um so like for me, uh the the one argument. There's two, and the one argument I'm willing to talk about on this podcast that got me angry is me insisting on calling the Super Bowl game hand egg, because that's what it's called in the UK. And I think hand egg is the worst name anyone's ever come up with, because obviously you hear American football, yeah, right? And then we just call it football. And the We Brits, call it football because we live here, yeah. so of course we do. And the Brits call it hand egg. Why do they fucking call it that? And if, and if, we're, going, if we're talking about foodstuffs, egg is the food stuff with the second most comedic potential. Egg is awesome. I love eggs. Egg is funny. Egg is fucking funny. Dude. Are there any diners around here, by the way? I'd love to go. Yeah, there's a diner around oh, here. Oh, we a should couple. absolutely There's, there's some, like, historic diners we can go to. Ooh, we should definitely do that oh, yeah. these, uh, either tomorrow or Sunday. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, either way. So, you know, like, the hand egg is mm. hilarious. Yeah. That is a funny fucking term. It's because the ball is shaped like an egg. Of course. Um. And so I was, like, I was calling it hand egg. And then she was like, actually, it's sports ball. And I'm like, I don't want to have this conversation. Hand egg is funnier and you know it. And she was like, no, sports ball is funnier. And I'm like, this fucking, I'm going to show her that hand egg is funnier. Go on Twitter. Hey, which is funnier, hand egg or sports ball? Of course, Twitter poll split down the fucking middle. So the argument was never fucking resolved. And hand egg. How did that feel, Miles? How did that feel? It fucking sucks. How did it feel to not be validated by your friends? It fucking sucks because hand egg is funnier. It just is. Like, you can't tell me you don't live in reality. Like, sports ball is so not funny anymore. It's so fucking not funny. The first person to say sports ball as, like, a derogatory term for all sports are the same, that guy is hilarious. But that guy was probably fucking Lou Abbott. It's like, like, I hate, dude, I, I'm with you so, I'm so glad you brought this up. I hate sports, the sports ball fucking cringe so much. Because it was like, and like I, I can't remember ever saying sports ball when I was like younger, but I would have been one of those cringe fucks that would have said it when I was like sixteen or whatever. Yeah. Now that I'm like older, I'm like, and now that I'm older and I'm wiser and I've just had more years of experience in life, and I'm just like, it's so cringe, dude. Nothing is like, like why shit. I know what people... Why shit on what people are interested in? Sam. It's like you... Sam. That's what we do. We don't shit on what people are interested in. I guess not the whole we just thing. Shit on th we just shit on things. We do shit on things, but we do shit on the, the things that people are interested in. Specifically. Like a very specific thing. Well, shit on specific stuff. But like... I don't, oh, that's I'm not you. generalizing all sport because when you say sports ball, right? Like the people that say sports ball 
are people who were like apparent alleged nerds in like elementary school primary school junior high or whatever that got like picked on or bullied probably just because they weren't very good socially at sports, yeah. they were probably not very good at sports or they weren't weren't very like socially friendly with people because i'm like they were like cruella where they got picked on at school exactly and i always think about this growing up i'm like man you know i never i'm like you know what i'm like i'm into all this bullshit i'm like i'm into video games i'm into like comics and i'm into anime and all this shit and like growing up nobody really picked on me and then i thought about it as i got older and i'm like oh yeah it was because it was nice to everybody just treated everybody with respect there was like no reason it was like i was like why are you gonna why are you gonna why are you gonna make fun of him he's, he's on He's just hurt. It's just, you know, he's just being, you know, he's just chilling. Dude, he's I being respectful to everybody. I, you know? I got I got bullied like real hard as a kid because I, I was like super autistic, like mm. mega autistic. Yeah. But I am definitive proof that bullying doesn't work. <laughs> I'm definitive proof that like bullying does not fucking work because the only thing that happens when you bully people is that they get a complex and then they grow up like a shithead or you become like me where you go. Yeah, that sucked. But also, I, 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 for my own essential survival and for the things I want to do in my life, I have to grow some self-confidence. So I, like, don't have any fucking ire on anyone who made fun of me. And, like, I don't regret, like, my, my time being a cringe lord. Like, because it's just, it brought me to a point in which I'm happy with myself and I, I love life and enjoy life. So bullying doesn't fucking work. Absolutely. But the, po but the point I'm trying to make is I... I am like 50 as a 15 16 year old still would have felt I would have been someone that would have said sports ball probably if I'm just being honest with myself but now I'm just like this is not cool it's just it's just no not, it's just not cool it's just not cool to like 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 I, I don't know it just feels like it just is cringe it's just so cringe dude. but but the other thing that's cringe and this is the second thing that needs to die and you know what it is it's people being fake horny for these fucking pandering non-characters like the samsung bitch like the samsung bitch with by the way i love the samsung controversy I mean, this shit i mean she's, she's hot as fuck she's like a seven she's fine i mean it's fine yeah it is what it is she she, lo she is. looks she looks like generic like overwatch characters. i mean yeah it's like that's what it is it's like hot or whatever and it's like cool or whatever it's like yeah fine but i'm like i'm not i'm, I'm not whipping out my personal twitter posting the this the guy with the the, the emoji with the tongue out and he's sweaty like <laughs> Yeah, no, like that. That's the thing. Like people see these like corporate made like hot characters, yeah. and it's and it's so funny because people hate capitalism. People hate like like com corpos. Yeah. They hate being pandered to. Hot woman, hot woman. Oh my god, I love capitalism. Dude, dude, the, dude, I love fucking I've companies, seen, dude. I've all dude. The character's been up for less than forty eight hours at the time of recording this. And I've already seen more than half a dozen fan art of her. That like and, and that's that's insane. Like, like that's insane, right? But no, but here's the thing. Like all these fucking fake people are like corporations aren't your friends they don't love you don't support the same people are drawing this bitch yeah. yeah don't support pride month corporations they don't have your best interest at heart and it's like hey here's generic woman and they're like you're so fucking hot dude i'm gonna fucking spill all my fucking fat semen and you know what these people are fucking fake. They haven't spilled a single fucking drop of cum for this fucking bitch. They're doing it for clout, and I'm over it. They're doing it for fucking clout. I love when people are horny on me, and I hate when people are horny on me for clout. Here's because the thing. that's not horny anymore. That's just used clout seeking. Here's the thing. I don't I, believe it anymore. I was fucking horny on me, dude. Like, because I fucking meant it. Every now and then, I would see a picture that was so fucking hot, I could not resist. Just hitting that retweet button. Mm. Like, like I, I got in trouble with some friends of mine once. They actually fucking brought me into a group TM. And they were like, Miles, 
No. Because I retweeted Disgaea porn. Some fucking hot shit with Etna. And they were like, this girl must be five. And I'm like, she got them big ass titties. She's only 700. So, but that's just like the Disgaea art style. They all look relatively young. Well, she's flat chested too, particularly. They, she is. Yeah. Yeah. She is flat chested. And, and that's, that's something they make fun of her for in, in the game and in the series. By the way, fun fact, you know, if you're flat chested, you cannot do porn in Australia. <laughs> no fucking you, you way. Are, you, it's banned. It's banned for flat chested people to do porn in Australia. Dude, Australia's a country for fucking pussies dude like like australia is just like what if she's a fucking child what if she's a child it's like i don't know why don't you fucking check her card and verify her fucking age i'm person i'm the kind of person that just shoot that when it comes to any country that's not the united states of america aka the country i live in uh i don't care what they do i just i just don't care it's just not my problem. But you know what I do care about is I care about Australia being fucking pussies. I mean, yeah, they're, they're like, I could say they're pussies, but like, do I care? No, I don't live there. No, of course. I mean, I don't care, care, but I, I just, I, it's so fucking funny to me, dude. It's so fucking funny that Australia is like the stupidest country about like everything. I mean, apparently they're really good. Apparently they have a great democracy. Like I hear their, their democratic system is really awesome. Because everybody's forced to vote. Yeah, exactly. Which is fucked up. Well, no, but here's the thing. Do you know how many idiots live in the United States? Imagine all them voting. But here's the thing about it is that, like, they're forced to vote, and then, like, I I don't even remember how this happened. They're forced to vote, and then there's something about, like, if their party loses, whatever their second— Like, they have to vote for parties in, like, a tier list. Like, if this party loses, I'd be fine with this party. Oh, shit. I know exactly what you're talking about. There's a proper term for it. It's, it's, um— it's you you pick your first and second choices or whatever and first points get like basically the equivalent of like sort of two votes or whatever and that and in your and your second uh vote gets one person it's a much better way than how no it absolutely is because because it requires absolutely superior yeah because it requires you to have more than one party you like exactly like and 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 it, it requires you to listen to the other side and consider things that might not be your choice but sound okay yeah like exactly like the, the, the two yeah two-party state in the united two-party system in the united states fucking sucks ass and was not and a lot of the issues that people come across with when it comes to lawmaking is because the 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 constitution was not designed was was not intendedly designed for a two-party system even though it's um it's the it, it, it's one of those things where it's like the two party system is, is is in some ways the end conclusion is like the end is the end game scenario when like when like but you know you look back two hundred fifty years ago it's like it makes sense how we got to this point yeah as like how how it was perceived as the optimal route um it just I'm with you it just sucks yeah so but either way so like these fucking people who are like horny on Maine and all these things like yeah. I'm fine with it but I'm I'm not okay with like these same fucking people who are always like like they're policing porn and they're telling you what's what what is and isn't pedophilia yeah. and they're and they're telling you corporations don't have your fucking interest and then Samsung comes up with a girl who is generic attractive yeah and that's the problem is that she who just is, is like kind of thick like you know, C cup, like CGI Pixar Overwatch girl. Yeah, and if I saw her in real life, I would be like, she's cute. Yeah, and then I wouldn't fucking make a move unless I like unless I spoke to her and she was really cool. Like, it's just one. It's it's one of these things where I guess I don't know. Maybe in, in real life, I just don't seek out hot 
people that much. Like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, she's you really... You don't out hot moms in your areas when no, you're yeah, I'm like, a single mom? I would be like, oh, she's really attractive. Yeah. Um, and, and that's it. But, like, people see this stupid Samsung bitch, and then they're like, oh, f- <laughs> They they fucking they bugs bunny they they fucking Minerva minks it and just go doink ahuga. I'm so over it because it's not even real. Like, see, that's the thing. When you do, when that shit happens and it's real and you know and you can feel the genuineness, like from it, like the fucking it's amazing, like the Mirtha foot like tweet, the famous Mirtha foot tweet. Uh. I'm thinking of this, like, saga of tweets of some guy purchased, like, seeing this photo of some cosplay bitch um, uh, cosplaying as uh, Peak from AOT Season 4. And he's like, oh, that ass is so good. And it's like this string of tweets of, like, him questioning purchasing the OnlyFans, committing to purchasing the OnlyFans, scrolling through the OnlyFans, realizing there is no ass on the OnlyFans and getting severely disappointed. That shit's, you know, that shit's amazing. I never want that to leave the internet ever. My, my it's favorite the one. people that fake doing it for Lady Dimitrescu or fucking Samsung get girl because it's like hot or whatever. And also Samsung girl is trans. No, and this is the best part. The this best is, part of this all. is the best part. Happy Pride Month. Yeah, happy Pride Month. So this this is the best part of it all. So look, there there are people, and I don't care about your preference, there are people who are fine with a trans person, like dating them, pre-op, post-op, whatever. There are people yeah. who are like, I'm straight. Looks if 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 they're a hot girl. They're a hot girl. I don't care what they got going on down there. There are other people who are like, you know what? I'll ne- that's never going to be sexually compatible for me. I don't really mind. Yeah. Like, I don't, that's not my speed. I don't care. I don't care what your preference is. If because what you like at the end of the day, you got to do it in the bedroom. Your and preference like, is your preference. Your preference really is your matter. preference. I'm not going to fucking take that away from you. But like at that point, when you simp that fucking hard for something and then find out it's trans like you actually have to just be like okay i'm now an ally <laughs> like you you have to just be like all right fine <laughs> trans rights you just have to give up dude you have to give up and accept that you are the best fucking ally that has ever lived because you have dedicated so much of your fucking brain power and time and your fake fucking clout chasing fucking heat seeking boner to a trans person and now you have to be like okay their rights are human rights like you have to corporately sanctioned you have to corporately sanction accept accept trans rights this month on pride month so and it's so funny to me because samsung did this and i'm convinced this is the greatest prank of all, of all fucking time this is the greatest corporate prank of all time because you now have dozens of salty fucking super straight people who are just like fuck how could this corporation that sells me an information stealing box do this to me how could this corporation could cuck me like this? How could this corporation cuck me like this? And I and I and I heard another rumor going around that she's 14. She's not. They, <laughs> she has a bio that says she's 24. But like I was like, dude, if Samsung actually just 
fucking released this like girl dropped her on the internet with no information waited for people to jerk off to her and then went surprise she's trans and 14 i would actually i would fucking throw my iphone in the garbage and i would buy a fucking samsung phone right now because because their principles line up with mine because officially we share similar values we share similar values which are fuck horny people and be so chaotic that you do anything you can to hurt horny people like like i i i i I showboat. I'm a very nice guy, of course, but I showboat on the show about how much I fucking love to, like, offend people and hurt people. That's not true. I just like to do it in comedy because it's funny. But, like, there are some groups where, like, the sports ball people, these fake horny people, where, like, I respect anyone who not just clowns on them, but clowns on them in such a way where there's no backing out. It's fucking over for these people. They, like, have to take the fattest fucking L. L. They have to take the fattest... They have to take the fattest fucking L since Death Note. And, like... You're... It's over for you, dude. It's fucking over. You got played. You are the clown. You are the fool. You're the jester. You are the joker. You are the fucking joker, man. And, like, it's over. Just fucking take the fat L. That, amazing. That, amazing. That would be amazing if Samsung but here's the thing, even even her being trans, like I I would normally think that's corporate pandering and it sucks. It because, is. I mean it is corporate pandering, but it's corporate pandering that they In a way it. that 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 fulfills my agenda. No, dude. no, it's corporate pandering in a way that hurt people who are like Who annoy me. Who annoy me. But very specifically though, here's the thing, is that they didn't if they did it day one. Yeah, there, there's a great uh, article by Maddie last name. Whoever made Celeste, Maddie last name. Maddie makes games. That's Ma- their, yeah, uh, Maddie. Maddie makes. I, games. I don't know the. Um, they have a new company now. It's called Crescent, I think. Yeah, um, cool. I, I forgot. Yeah, but but Maddie Maddie makes games made a great uh, post about because they they were like yeah I guess Madeline's trans too because so am I and this is basically just my fucking self insert. This is my life. Yeah, this this game is just based on a fantasy version of my fucking life and struggle. So I guess this character is also trans, um, and and she she made a great point that I really love, and it's become my my like personal stance on like trans characters in media, mm-hmm. where she said, "I would love to live my life as a trans woman, but most importantly, I would love to live my life as a woman." And what that means is that people aren't fucking asking me like any invasive questions they don't gotta fucking you know do all this shit like that i could just be myself and no one investigates more and no one cares yeah and and part of being a trans person is having that like part of trans rights is having the privacy to just be yourself and no one has to fucking ask questions no one tries to invade no one wonders anything about you yeah and most of all no one fucking outs you as trans you don't have to out yourself as trans necessarily until unless it gets to a point in which maybe you're in a serious relationship unless it's in yeah it's unless because it's really only relevant in sexual in like a in sexual relationship se- sexual and romantic sexual and romantic because, because if you want to have a kid that's something that a trans woman can't do exactly um or, a- aka it's relevant yeah or or if you're i i don't know anything about trans men i have to assume trans men can't produce semen though yeah. so like that's something they also can't do you couldn't very, have a kid you yeah, couldn't conceive very, exactly very similar to how i feel about uh people who, who identify as gay or lesbian or bi only really relevant in in sexual situations and really but since i'm like an art guy i care more about art than i do almost any other issue in the world like that's my kind of thing like the the rights of art and the rights of specifically the rights of the artists the rights of their characters things yeah. like that um 
she said something I really liked, which was, do I have to extend, like, d- doesn't Madeline deserve the exact same extension? Like, do I have to out this character just because I'm trans? Could I have just let her be trans and not said anything? Yeah. And And she was like, I probably should have. I wrote this for myself, and if, and, like, next time I do this, like, you know, or whatever, like, I'm just gonna let it be. I'm just gonna let it rock. And people can make their assumptions, and people can wonder, but I'm never gonna confirm or deny. But I'm confirming it here because that's, this is my story. Of course. Like, and and I think that's a a fair thing to do. If if she keeps doing it, that's gonna be when I'm like, all right, you're not even fucking standing by your own word to, like, let your own characters have their, have their privacy and rights. Yeah, I think that's um, fair. And I and I really I re- but I like that statement that like the, ca- the 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 rights of an artistic character deserve the exact same amount of discretion as a person. Whether like you don't have to out them as gay, like fucking LeFou in this fucking Beauty and the Beast movie didn't need to be outed as gay in a PR statement. Yeah, like people could make the assumption if they wanted, um, or like you know like n- none of these characters have to be outed as gay by fucking Disney. Disney always does it so that people can can say that they're progressive. It's annoying. It's annoying. It's annoying. It's annoying with Disney because it's like like one of the wor- the worst ever. Is in Rise of Skywalker and where the yeah. where they have the gay kiss and it's like it's the easiest it's, thing to edit out in the cut, world. It, it is cut where like I know editing, so when I saw it, I noticed how it was cut in such a way where I'm like, oh wow, like this is like it, it would t- like if I was in the premiere with like the timeline, it would take me two fucking seconds to remove this. Yeah, and, and make it and make the edit fit and flow perfectly normal. It was like it, it was just so disgusting to me. I was I was like. I was like, wow, this is terrible. Yeah. Like, this is actually terrible. That they actually did this, and they actually made it a news story. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't believe that, like, you're saying this is a thing when I know that you're taking the shit to China. This, this, scene, this two seconds is not going to be in there. He, you, know, you know what Disney could have done? Nothing. Yeah. And just let it be in the film. And not made a fucking PR statement. And people would have been like, oh, that was nice. Mm-hmm. That was cute of them. And, like, they wouldn't have gotten fucking brownie points but at the very least people might have actually had a positive reaction to the scene exactly instead instead of getting their fucking hopes up that it was finn and poe and like so again like to get back to this like this whole thing of like samsung outing their characters trans i don't like it i think it's scummy and like especially like on the back of what madeline said i agree with that yeah or what maddie said i agree with that like you don't do that you don't out the character I think that I, it's just like a shitty thing to do to a person in real life. It's a shitty thing to do to a character too. Yeah. Um. But the fact that they waited two days till Pride Month when people had already made a shit ton of fan art of her and already fucking jacked their fucking ding dong to her to, to make that announcement. I was like, you're not just doing this for clout and for Pride Month. You're doing it to prank people. And I know you're doing it to prank people. And that's problematic on the one hand because like that's a whole issue of like, it's I think it's called clocking where like, like trans people will specifically like go out to like trick people or something in in fiction or in media. I don't know. I I call the trap. No, well no no like that because a because a trap is like a, a thing where well no I'm sorry let me re- yeah well a trap is someone who doesn't who is who is a trap is someone who is not trans a trap is someone who just they are just a who, boy who is assigned at who is assigned their gender at birth they just they just dress as the uh, they dress in traditionally 
um, feminine. feminine or, or masculine clothing. You could have. There's like never been a, but there's never been a male trap, like Not a female trap of. before, really. Not that I, I guess tomboys, of. maybe, right? Yeah, like tomboys. Tomboy? Yeah, uh, I mean, like, uh, there's, there's like Anne from JoJo. That's true. That's true. It's um, like an example of it would be an example of that as someone like trying to hide as a boy. Yeah, like, move uh, on. But yeah, but it's it's all it's it's always um I mean it's it's almost always fucking uh like it's almost always for drama as opposed to like like he dairy or whatever his name is Himeri from like blend ass yeah or like or like felix from re-zero like felix from re-zero is a male identifies as a male just like dresses in very feminine clothing and yeah. speaks in like a higher picture. there's a character like that in hunter 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 as well um, yes um but but again so like like but i know i i i'm familiar with the with the concept i yeah i've heard i've heard about the controversy and all this yeah people have have called it i think clocking is what it was called Mm -hmm. um and i don't necessarily know what it means i can't say more about it but like it is a controversy this idea of like of like making you know or of like going making an actual effort to trick somebody and like make them feel like garbage which is exactly what has happened with the samsung thing but why i love it personally why it benefits because it benefits me no because because it made all these fucking assholes realize that they're fucking fake clowns and it's time to stop because like if they're just gonna get like baseline instantly horny over characters they don't know anything fucking about this shit is gonna happen to them naturally when like more information comes out about the character like and, and and there's there's a, a lot of interesting debates that can be had about this because Samsung knew what the fuck they were doing. They absolutely knew what the fuck they were doing with this character. They knew that people were gonna loot it, like and and then revealing it's trans is is gonna be a problematic thing that they that they saved this information mm. for when it was when it would be like prevalent. Into they they're waiting for Pride Month, yeah, and and all these things. But the fact that it coincides with people very predictably but not intentionally going out of the way to elude this character only to then regret it because they didn't have enough fucking information and i was really hoping the one that was true is that she was 14 i was really hoping that would be the the one that's true because this stuff about her being trans there's problematic elements that make it so i can't like openly be like yeah this shit's fucking awesome it was actively funny yeah no like like again like there are elements where i'm like i this is fucking funny to me because these fucking like stupid fake people have egg on their face but then i also have this to have this conversation about well i'm also aware that this is a problematic you know trait it's also corporate yeah you have to fucking you know like you gotta you gotta you gotta read your disclaimer you know yeah i gotta because it is fucking funny to me but it's funny to me from a very specific angle yeah and and i'm aware that it's problematic and i'm aware of the issues with it but here's why it's fucking funny to me yeah um but if she was 14 i would have been like Dude, God bless fucking Samsung right now, dude. God bless Samsung. Because because there is no corporate pandering element there. They just fucking lied to you and tricked you to 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 society you to like prove that we live in a society and it is genuinely a fucking shame she's not 14 dude it is genuinely a fucking shame that all these people who are like anti-pedo brigade and all this shit didn't fucking immediately have to fucking close their accounts this is my shit with like the my hero academia fandom dude there is no one more like anti-pedophile than the my hero academia fandom why it's so funny to me because then immediately afterwards wait but why them because like i don't know this is what's just funny about it like i have a friend who's an artist and i told you about them like that my friend who's an artist will just like 
you know, he 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 draws like stuff for, for you know, he he draws like he draws not safe for work stuff yeah. for people, and he takes requests and he'll like research the character, draw it up like that, you know, the whole thing. And then he got this message from someone who is like, "Hey, I really like your work. The problem is though that you draw a lot of underage characters in these questionable situations. Characters are like 16, 17, yeah. right? And and it's like, I just want to say like." You know, I, I like your work, but I don't know if I'll be able to support you if you keep doing this. Like, it was just this whole thing of, like, why are you messaging him? And then afterwards— Just, just pull your support if you're not comfortable supporting them anymore. I don't know why you have to let them know. And then the thing about it is then he fucking commissions him. Goes, hey, can you draw Minetta from fucking My Hero Academia in a, as a fucking lewd-like character? I don't remember exactly what the, the commission was. And then my friend just goes, yeah, but uh, are you aware he's 15? And um and he like posted from the fucking Wikipedia like the fucking My Hero P Wikipedia and the guy just goes yeah uh, I like to just age him up. <laughs> Meanwhile, like his fucking Twitter banner is like anti map, no more pedophiles, legally shoot pedophiles, and it's just like dude, you're actually clowning. You're actually fucking clowning. Like. I just, I need people to stop clowning. I need people to stop clowning about how problematic pornography is or how problematic certain pornography is. Then they fucking jerk their fat dick to the Samsung girl. I, I need them to stop fucking clowning about how corporate pride is a problem. And then like, and then, and then, but then supporting whatever, whatever happens that they happen to like, cause it has their same values. Because unlike them, the reason I support the Samsung shit is that it's funny to these stupid assholes. It's, it fucking pranks these stupid assholes. But, like, I just need people to stop clowning for clout and then, like, when they get egg on their face, just, like, pretending that it's okay when they do it. I just need them to stop. I've been so spicy today, dude. I said shit on the show that I promised I fucking wouldn't say normally. It's okay. It's three hours. No one's gonna listen. On no one's gonna listen this far, anyways. Yeah, like, like that. But that, that's why I'm getting fucking spicy at the end of the show, dude. And that, and that, and again, I've I've repeated myself a billion times because this is a fucking landmine discussion. I'm insulting a lot of different people and a lot of different beliefs, and and I'm saying a lot of different shit that normally I really wouldn't like to say. That I would like to say with a disclaimer and an and an asterisk. But yeah. my hate, my hatred of fake horny people so is so high. I am willing to take the cancellation, dude. You're I'm willing to get canned. Get I'm canned. actually willing to get canceled. Like, to, to say the following based statement. Fuck that this people. fucking corporate product fucking clocked you, and you have no one to blame but yourself. <laughs> this corporate product did not one, but two problematic things, and it's your fucking fault if you feel bad about it right now. Yeah. Like, like for the reason that you're horny. If you feel bad because it's like you, you think it's like a scummy corporate awful thing to do, that, that's that's more reasonable. Miles, can I talk to you about Daytona? Can we talk about cars or something? You have talked. I have. You know what? I've talked your ear off about how much I hate fake horny people. Please, let's talk about. Daytona. I wanted to just ask you your experience because we mentioned that you played it earlier. I wanted to double back to it because I wanted to know, like. In the short time you played the beginner's course and looped around, I wanted to know like what you fucking thought of Daytona, which you know is a game I have loved and taught you out for months, and is a game I discovered during the run of Crack House and was like, dude, Daytona fucking rules, and Daytona's sick and based as fuck. And then I got really into it, and then you played it for the first time. I'm curious how you felt. Dude. It was fine. I liked it. I have to play more of it. Like that's it. Like I played, I played ten fucking seconds of it. Like, what do you want from Sometimes me? Sometimes I feel like you play fifteen minutes of a game and have a metric fuck ton of shit to say, and then, and then usually, usually when it's bad, like, 
like usually when it's like here's the thing me saying it's okay i have to play more of it is proof that it's good because like clearly i'm not like all right here's 10 different problems i already have with the game <laughs> yeah it's true like I, it's funny like my my take on resident evil 8 before even getting to castle, Dimit castle dimitrescu yes. was like bro this game ain't it because that fucking like attack section is like not it just it just doesn't make sense for that game Oh, like the survive for five minutes. Yeah, it's, it's a, a little weird. It's it's a it's it works for Resident Evil Four, where that game is like this like challenge, um, but uh, where 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 it's it's a challenge of like if you can beat this, you can beat the game. Like in in Village, it's weird because the game is combat inclined, but not as combat inclined as Four. And the the tricks and uh, things you learn in Four from that encounter, yeah really aren't that insightful is the is the resident evil 4 opening village really if you can beat this you can beat the game absolutely because it's one of the hardest like sections in the early game oh resident 4 is not that hard i guess <laughs> i mean i didn't think because when i i played through it in in, in college and like I, I did it and it was all right like it's fine like it's not hard no yeah, no that's really it like like there are going to be parts where you struggle with but like it like the basic skill set you learn from doing that encounter should carry you through a lot of the game and you'll only learn more as you play obviously but like you'll learn the following essentials using your environment crowd control weapon switching limb shots versus headshots context sensitive animations scouring for ammo during fights like all of the essential skills you need for resident evil 4 are, yes. are in that and that's why it's if you can beat it you can beat the game um and daytona very similar where it's like here's the thing you have to do exactly one thing to beat the normal course which is learn how to use the your beginner course yeah, yeah. which is learn how to use a gear shift yeah learn how to learn, learn how, to, how drift to drift with, yeah. with gears and like and the beginner course is smart because they you only have to drift on one turn yeah and you could just run the rest of the course and not have to do anything. Yeah, and, um, and so you can, if you fuck up that turn, you can think about for the rest of the entire thing. Okay, you can well, for, the, for the next twenty seconds, think about the la the mistake you just made. Yeah, so theoretically, if you could beat that course, you could beat Daytona, like yeah. so to speak. More, more or less. I mean, you have to. It, each of the the courses has more and more just complex turns. Yeah, like obviously the beginner course really only has like that one turn that's pretty tough. Um, what makes that course tough is the fact that there are 39 other cor cars on the track and that even if you're in first and are front running, you still have to deal with other cars that are just so far, but that are laps behind, but are problematic nonetheless. Yeah. Where like advanced is more like actively like having to fucking drift and shit. And then expert eye is impossible. <laughs> but, but you know, you know what I will say about Daytona? Yes. And th this, this has nothing to do with the game. This has everything to do with you. Okay. I think Daytona is the ultimate experience if you want to, like, understand raw, unfiltered Samuel Kama. <laughs> watch him play Daytona and just, like, observe him like, like a bug on a leaf. <laughs> Daytona exposes you for what you are. Talk to me. What, what did you see when you watched me play Daytona USA? I, I, I realized literally how empty your brain is. <laughs> <laughs> like what what like when you're really enjoying something because you're very critical of course yes. you think a lot um and you have like a lot of strong opinions but like you at your at your most human basic level is just like is just like a fucking parrot <laughs> where where you're just sitting there like 
Daytona. Like quietly. Daytona race. Like <laughs> like quietly. And literally every time you cleared a course, it was G-A-M-E-O-V-E-R. G-A-M-E-O-V-E-R. Game over, game over, game over, game over. And literally, and and I, and it's so funny because you 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 were more performative there yeah. than you ever were when you were actually doing it. was like conditioning. <laughs> it, it was it was like you you were a Pavlov. The mic Cut fell the over. mic there, baby. Yeah. You were like a Pavlov's dog where just every time it came up, you knew G-A-M-E-O. It's it's G-A-M-E-O-V-E-R. Game over, game over, game over, game over. It's so good, dude. It's so good. Oh, and trust me, I love that, but I loved it even more just watching you do it and being like, and being like, oh my God, this is just him. This is just how he is. I'm always like this. Yeah, where you're just like, oh, he doesn't turn it off. Where, where, no, but even more, I was just like, so this is what it's like when you're not like talking about anything. You're just like in the zone. You're just chilling. You're just a fucking macaque parrot. Like, where, where you just have no thoughts. Your head is empty. And you're head just, empty, only car, only, only car, Daytona. Only Daytona. So it was just so fucking funny, like, watching you in, in your, like, zen element. I would have loved it if I wasn't napping when you were doing the 80 laps. The, the 40? Dude, dude, you want to watch me run 40 laps? We have Daytona. literally... I mean, we have literally nothing better to do before dude, the second show. let's do this. Let's, cr- let's get the fuck out of here. Let's end the show and go play Daytona. I mean, you're gonna play Daytona. I'm gonna Literally, play Daytona. You're I'm gonna just, watch. I'm gonna watch, and I'm just gonna. Dude, I'm so fucking. I'm ready. I'm four beers deep for. I'm four beers deep for Daytona. I'm. I'm actually just fucking ready for for like like true the true Sam's world <laughs> to just like come out and and just like watch you glazed eyes making making the same turn turns for, over and over and over for forty minutes and just every now and then going. Rolling Stone! Dude, that song needed to be in Cruella. <laughs> like when she's driving the car around. I wanna fly sky high! Let's go together! <laughs> That was the most painful experience of my life. Was that? Oh my god! Here That's how he sings it. I just am not a skilled enough performer yeah, to hold bad. the notes. You're just bad. I can't hold the notes. I can't get the cap off. <laughs> so yeah, that was our LA trip. Yeah, I mean your LA trip. I live here. <laughs> this is my life. Actually, I've done more activities than I have. <laughs> Yeah, I've done more anything that I have in like two months of being here with you in like three days. And I guess I guess this is a good sentimental note to end off. Yeah, on, this is, is that, very fun. Is that you definitely you've you've definitely made my life better, like just being here. And I love hanging out with you. And I love having this show and just booling and saying dumb garbage. Uh it's great. I agree, dude. It's fun as fuck being here and just booling and hanging out and having a good time. It's been a absolute blast and it's good because we also should tell people this is the first time we've been together in person yeah and our entire friendship up to this point so it's been a great few days we still have a couple of days more so maybe next week's podcast. <laughs> yeah we're gonna we're, maybe next week podcast won't happen like maybe we'll just like hate each other by the end of this we don't know this <laughs> we have two more days left a lot could shake out dude yeah uh, the last episode of hatsune miku's crack house ever question mark dude if this was youtube we would just like ha- that would be the thumbnail the last ever 
the last of the last of us and then it's just a bit an impact font text goodbye yeah <laughs> next week comes out and it's just like we're back yeah no it's not called we're back it's just whatever stupid bullshit it's, it's just it's just called like it's just called like jizz jar like some crap <laughs> Jizz Jar is such a crack house title, title name, dude. Yeah. Like nut bag. Nut bag. Semen sack. <laughs> Jizz. <laughs> That's it. That's the end of the episode. No, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Cut my, cut, cut this ending like you're about to cut my fucking life, dude. Oh. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really want to pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really want to pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Bitch, I'm about to fuck this cutie, so I whip out my katana And I knock this little bitch out with just one hit like I'm Saitama Why you act like you retarded, like little bitch, I don't want drama I still hit when she says no, don't understand when she don't wanna A Sword fighting with my penis like I'm in a fucking dojo All these bitches want me like my name was fucking Jojo Asian penis is too tiny like it was a no-show Bitch, don't watch your coochie, watch anime with the bros, Save though Save my motherfucking bitch I might pull up, give those thighs a little motherfucking kiss And man, if you talk a shit, tell Ryuk you on a list Yeah, your sister is my groupie, she take this anime Dick. Okay, okay, like little bitch, I don't care if that fat ass is too deep. Score a bounty on that pussy, you can call me Spike Lee. Putting out fire, getting ice, bitch, I'm Todoroki. And if you got some shit to say, then you can say it to me. Anime thighs, when she opened up so wide, I got a 